Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your, when we got something to talk about, we'll talk about it, Final Fantasy XIV podcast. But fortunately for you, we have several shows planned over the next several weeks, at the very least. Um, while some of you may be expecting a live letter show this week, we're going to save that for next week, because this week we have a fun topic that has been a major request that I wasn't originally going to do, but you know what? I'm a man of the people, and so is Sly. So today we're going to be doing a WoW and Final Fantasy XIV discussion, talking about the two games and uh, talking about the kind of uh, relationship the two are having, I suppose, at the moment right now between the communities. So I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. Of course, joining me is Sly, who wrote all the show notes for this because I was way too tired to do so. So thank you, Sly. I can't wait for us to barely use them. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get on track at some point. Don't worry, Sly. You know, some point. Yeah. You doing all right, Sly? You doing all right over there? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Doing doing good. All right. All right. Good. 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 And uh, well, we we had a, a slew of recommendations for people to bring on the show, but I could think of no one better than a good friend of mine who has a decent amount of experience in Final Fantasy XIV and a lot of experience in World of Warcraft. Our good old Jersey friend Tally. How you doing, boss? going on boss man how you doing man thank you for having me oh dude it's it's a pleasure i haven't seen you in literally years since 2019 the end of 2019 it's the last time i saw you so yeah that's uh it's it's just good to see familiar faces as far as i'm concerned agreed agreed i think like i think we still haven't seen any familiar faces in real life i hope to get back to the cons man so we can all hang out oh yeah well one step at a time as far as I'm concerned, one one step at a time. Oh, man, we all have our displays on display this time because my green screen camera was broken. Look at all that. Sly's got his booze. At the- <laughs> We're like, look at all our memorabilia. And Sly's like, I remember the booze. That's memorabilia to me. It, I, it is. Nice I have booze. some memorabilia. I have yeah. rabbits. A little bit. You've got stuff. a lot more booze than memorabilia, though. Yeah, <laughs> some of my memorabilia up. I don't even have space for it. No, you really don't. You'd have to make space for it back mm-hmm. there. All right. Exactly. Well, Tally, thank you again for joining us here today. Um, we do a largely freestyle show, but Sly did go out of his way to make some notes, like I said. So we will try to at least abide by some of them. Because I feel like this is more. Well, I feel like this is more for me because I'm on relatively the outside looking in when it comes to wow so this is mainly going to be really the two of you yeah like really and i'm just going to be here mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so i, I don't know yeah, what I, I, you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> basically basically so um do we have any housekeeping to get out of the way before we uh, get into it apps or yeah thank you steel series for sponsoring um we haven't been doing giveaways as of late because the Shows have been super sporadic, so it's really hard to do a giveaway, but they're still sponsoring the show. And uh, thanks thanks to them. We'll get back to giveaways when we can guarantee more consistent shows, because otherwise it's one show. People are there, not there. Then it's just, it's like 50 people who enter, and then it's like, all right, might as well start posting it on social. But they're still awesome. And of course, thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon, who will do a longer shout out at the end of the show. I like they call it housekeeping. Yeah, it's housekeeping, you know? I need some housekeeping. I definitely need some housekeeping. I called on some housekeeping. All right, guys, some housekeeping. Here we go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, Sly, in All that right, case, so. since since you're outside looking in, I'll I'll let you get us started because we're going to take it on a whole nother tangent at some point. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it's going to happen. Now, now, when you the thing is when you brought up this the idea for this podcast, it's like 
is it really wow versus 14? no it's no, no. X. Wow. cross yeah cross 14. we're not here we're not here to, yeah. to to verse them we're we're here we're no no x gonna give it to you there you go this is a friendly environment for professionals <laughs> yes, yes. mm-hmm well, probably more. The realistic thing is, we're more likely to display disappointment about the game that we natively play than we are of the opposing game. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a <laughs> lot of self-deprecation between the two games. Yeah. I, I understand that. Uh, but to kind of get it started again, like again, I feel like this is more for me because I'm on the outside looking in. So I'll go ahead and start with like you know, you know, Haps, you you played well. You played you, it. Like. Mm hmm. Tally, you, you dabble a bit. But it'd be safe to say you dabble a bit, right? Right. A little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> so with both of you being wild vets, um, we'll, we'll get that out of the way first before we get into the 14 side. What are some of your, what are some of your favorite aspects? Wow. Man, you started on a positive note. I like it. That's I not like happening it. a lot right now. <laughs> Uh, Rob, you've been playing a lot longer than me. I've always uh, you you go double the nuts. I go nuts on fourteen. You go double the nuts on WoW. I don't even know how you do it. What was the the, the best stuff I like about WoW? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean it was my first time in MMORPG, so I mean that kind of holds a special place uh, in the old heart here. But I mean honestly, it's the rating. It, it's the it, it's the like cutting edge rating, heroic rating, the dungeons. I'm all about the PVE, man. So I mean like. And even when I play other MMOs, that's what I look for the most. I look for other games that have that kind of like adrenaline style, uh, mythic rating, you know, bosses down to like 1%, 0.5%. The chat's going crazy. Everyone's going insane. You're going nuts. Your people in comms are screaming. Like that That for me is such like an adrenaline rush. And I, I said to myself, the day that I don't have that adrenaline rush anymore is probably the day that I stopped playing and I've just kept playing. I feel like every tier that I've gone through since like 17 years ago, it's just been uh, a constant rush of just and just enjoying that aspect of the game and just playing with other people that I'd like to be around, uh, like a little community or, or our guild. And I think that's a big part of it, too, is, you know, I, I also enjoy playing with the people. Because um, if I don't enjoy that, then I'm not going to have a good time either. But mainly just the rating in Dungeons uh, in WoW is what keeps me going. This, the story in WoW, I didn't start getting really invested in into the story of WoW until like Wrath of the Lich King. And now since then I've been following, I've been reading like all the lore books and watching all like the YouTube videos of the content creators uh, talking about the lore. Yeah, man, just the dungeons and the raids, man. I've watched That's my fair share of noble videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, he's, he's the man, bro. Like he has like that soothing voice. He like rolls his R's. It, it, it's so sexy when he does it. <laughs> it's like he's a sexy guy. Like, I, I can't even do it. And I'm, you know, people are like, oh, you're Hispanic. You should be able to roll yours. I'm like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I can't do it. I'm like, does it work? That's a, that's a, what are they? That's a, that's a, what are they? It's been so long since I played. That's what you, that. Murloc. Yeah, you're a Murloc. That was a Murloc sound you just made. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I do a pretty decent Murloc. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for me, that answer is certainly a lot different because I don't play actively. I haven't played actively since Cataclysm, actually. Um, I dabbled in a few early accesses, but I just never came back. And I did Classic for a little bit. But I made the mistake of trying to level a Ret Paladin to do Holy at max level, and uh, that's a big dissuasion in Classic WoW. <laughs> that's a big dissuasion pre-Wrath, pretty much. 
if you <laughs> if you want a good level leveling experience. Um, for me, it was it was definitely friends that put me interest that got me interested in it in the first place. They had been playing since classic days. One of my friends was in like one of the first ten guilds that did Naxx back in the day, so. He was always like, oh, this is the best. He would he would apply to 14 raids with his WoW next like video. I'm like, that's not that don't do that. Stop stop linking your saffron kill as as a as a way to get into 14 raids, please. It's not working. Um but they 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 always kept me interested, really. And I'd say that for me it was definitely the company. The PvE was always more my thing as well. But I also appreciate the PvP modes there more, and I'm going to bring that up later when it comes to certain aspects between 14 and WoW, is, you know, I always liked queuing in with a few people into a Warsong Gulch, or, you know, hitting up a Strand of the Ancients towards the later years. I was never a big fan of, like, Wintergrasp or any of the overworld PvP zones, but um, PV, PvE definitely... The, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Wintergrasp was so good. I was just like, just open the raid. I need my weakness. So just, just get me into the raid. I don't, I don't need this right now. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just get me, get me where I need to go. You got PVE locked behind my PVP. That's, that's. I don't, I don't want this right now. Um, but I, I, I definitely agree. I was most interested in in WoW when I was, I was raiding. I started playing, and I, I, I remember max level going into Karazhan, going into. Uh, going into gruels like so tbc was really where i had the the meat of my experience and then i played all the way through till ice crown and then i did like i don't remember how many bosses there were in heroic i think i was on omnitron defense system heroic or something back in cataclysm and that's when i just started losing interest just wasn't having fun anymore never really looked back i don't know why that was just that was just it for me i didn't really have a good reason i just didn't want to play anymore at that point i i really can't explain it I don't even remember. I mean, all sometimes it's unexplainable. I mean, I've done that with other MMOs myself. It's like I get invested for like a year or so, and then at some point I'm just like, yeah, it's time to go back to my WoW raid. I got to go. They need me. <laughs> yeah, I saw you doing Star Wars That's... news the other day, and then you're doing Ashes because they're in early access. Yeah. Yeah. Early, early alpha. <laughs> on that Listen, game. I played a version of Ashes back in like 2017. So. It's like I'm sure it's moved forward since then. Oh no, I've played the same version, and I was some people I'm like, man, this game looks insane right now compared to what I used to have. I used to play like the characters used to have like squiggly legs, like when your body moves forward, the legs would just start doing like the what was that? Like almost like a river dance or something. Yeah, that sounds right. I remember when I played it, they had like Gears of War style perfect reloads for all your combos or something. <laughs> And I was like, please don't do oh, this. God. Please, I can't no. I can't be trying to heal and do a perfect reload at the same time. I I can't be doing this oh, right now. So they've they've certainly Don't don't put <laughs> shooty shoot mechanics into my into my MMOs, please. I don't mind it sparingly, but it was every skill <laughs> at the time. So I didn't I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's really that's really it for me for a while. It's just a lot of people I surrounded myself with, which is funny because on the opposite, the main MMO I was playing during like the really big days of WoW was Final Fantasy XI, and all of my friends for that were people I didn't know locally. Like I had one or two friends locally that played it, but I had a bunch of friends that played WoW locally. But it just I don't know, it wasn't the same feeling for me way back when. It's the first MMO. It's like what Tally said. It's your first MMO. It's yeah. it's it's always yeah. even if you end up like just like not really liking it anymore like 11 for me. It's still that it has that that hold. I tried 11 for a solid hour and I was done. Oh, so you were trying to install it and you stopped. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, cuz 
because Lula played um, with her sister in like some big guild in in eleven, uh, and I was like, "All right, I'll try it out on my stream one day." And then I try it out. I logged in. And I'm like, "Where are the quest markers?" Like, no, you gotta go talk to everybody. And I'm like, "Get out of here!" I uninstalled that game. <laughs> and right back to my Firelands raid, bro. I was like, "I'm out of here, bro." Let me make a talk to everybody. Listen, these NPCs don't have quest markers, but Ragnaros has legs. Things aren't right <laughs> in the world right now, okay? <laughs> and see, the thing about it is Haps and, like, many other people are like, Sly, when are you going to play 11? I'm like, I don't know. I, don't have I only want you to do it because I want to watch how much you suffer. I don't want you to do it because I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, of course. Uh, of course. Like, there would be li like little to no enjoyment from what I've seen in 14 and how like 11 players want 14 to be so much 11. I don't. Like, yeah, they're... I don't. Don't 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 lug me in with that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't need a Wikipedia uh, simulator in in Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> like I did with 11, please. Oh man. Well, all right, now that we got the wow side out of the way. Tally, this is more for you because we all like we we do a show on 14. So everybody kind of knows our kind of favorite aspects of 14. So in your time with 14, what's been some of your favorite aspects? Uh, I think 14 has probably my favorite tank of almost all the MMOs that I've played pretty much. Uh, like mm. I played Paladin and oh man, like Paladin and, and WoW compared to Paladin and 14. It, it, for me, it's even close to say which one I like better because I, I really like how 14's Paladins play. Uh, I love the story, man. I mean, I, you, I know we're going to touch touch, uh, touch on it later, but the story is just so involved and it's so sometimes just dark and deep and, and the cutscenes. Oh, and dude, the, the one thing that I've always said I love about Final Fantasy is the music, man. And the music during like raids and dungeons and stuff, it, it just blows me away. I still have like, um, who's the Waltz boss again? Ravana, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that song. I'm singing. Yeah, I just sometimes just play it on my YouTube while I'm just hanging out at night, just like doing some playing some WoW off stream. I'll just fire up some those like little playlists of all the boss music from all the Final Fantasy 14 bosses for over the years. But I mean, those are my favorite aspects of the game, but mainly the story, though, because I mean, you know, obviously my time commitment is, you know, pendulum goes like this for me. But when I do play, you know, I read all the. Uh, the quest text. I listen to all the cinematics and the cutscenes, and it's just insane just how much story there is. Even just now, when I, I just I just hit, uh, I'm about to finish 5.1 MSQ for Shadowbringers, and Jesus, man, Shadowbringers is just like a mind budge. Front page professionalism. Sorry, I like how you had to activate yes. it. There was <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you, yes. you, you missed it, like chat. You missed it before, but like Tally had a straight, like he could do a straight face, just like that. No hand it required. It was just uh, business face. Yeah, exactly. But the the story yeah. the story in this last expansion was just so good. It's to to a point where. Like I had to just after you know the cutscene was over, I had to just like kind of think, and I don't like to think a lot, and and most of the stuff was just breaking my brain because there's so much traveling between worlds and different times, and I'm oh, uh, and then sometimes I I go months without playing and then playing again, but sometimes I forget what happened the last time. So then after I'm done with my stream, the first thing I do is I go right to YouTube and I just fire up the story that I missed. Okay, I'm like oh, all makes sense now. 
But that Yuriachi guy, he can go to hell. I don't like that dude. <laughs> that, that, that guy, I swear to God, he, he must take up so much of your time, my time, everyone's time. That guy just talks. And just to say a simple sentence like, I need you to go over there and get a potion for this guy. He goes on like a tangent in like different tongues. And I'm like, bro, all you had to just tell me to go there and get the thing and I'll get it. I don't need to hear a dissertation of, you know, all, all that you're saying. He's such, a, he's such an annoying character. It's funny when you bring him up because so when there's unvoiced scenes, I try to like throw a voice over them. And every time I get to his lines, I'm like, do I even do I even want to try this right now, Orianje? I, I don't know. Dost thou wisheth to attempt if the, I don't like he's just words. 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 You cannot name the person, Tally. Everyone would know exactly who you're talking about. Everyone would know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> First, first thing I ask myself, first time I, every time I play, first thing I ask myself, uh, I ask the chat ahead of time, I'm like, is he going to die in this next scene? Just tell me ahead of time so I can be happy-faced ahead of time. Is he going <laughs> to die soon? But thank you. Okay. No, God damn it. All right. I guess we'll listen up. Hey, the good news is, after Endwalker, you might not have to deal with him as much. Oh, thank you. You might have somebody else who's just like him, though. We don't know. <laughs> oh, no. They could do that. They yeah. could take us down that route. Yeah, they could replace him. It's funny because we technically already have a replacement for him, but she's way less annoying. There's a side character that you encounter a few times who they also, the characters literally, she's done talking, they go, so can you translate that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, in layman speak, that means so-and-so and so-and-so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she actually does break it down. She does say, okay, just this. Idiots. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Makoto. <laughs> All right. So we've heard both of your, your sides for each game, uh, both your favorite aspects. Um, let's start. Let's start with WoW. Is there anything you want to see in WoW, like that you've seen 14 do well? Let's see. I mean, Paladin. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't dislike Paladin and WoW. He just likes them both. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, okay. they're, they're both my favorite tanks ever. Um, You guys have a lot of cool shit. Oh. Stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. <laughs> um, Definitely the housing. Uh, that's been such a big topic in WoW for years. Can we get some housing? And I've seen so many videos of, like, how you have to, like, I think I did it once on my own. I had to like pick a space. It's like, what happens if we run out of space? Where, where and then bad. like people just trying to find a spot, <laughs> and then the, the decorating of the houses and stuff. If they if they had something like that in WoW, I, I mean, I think that'd be cool. That would at least bring like another huge like social aspect of the you know of WoW probably back into it uh, or whatnot. But housing is really awesome. Um, man, I wish they had the kind of battle music during their raids that that you guys have like that kind of like just custom, you know, and it could be anything like the waltz. It could be like just a heavy metal kind of music. And I'm, I guess if you put that music into a wow fight, it may not feel so right, but they could probably make it work. Cause that right now, like most raids uh, at the end, when you're doing like last boss of a mythic tier, it's like just dark, gloomy, like instrumental music. And it just kind of doesn't make sense. Sometimes I just even have my own music playing from like YouTube over, I was just going to say, what do you mean? Every world first video is like some royalty free, like trance music (laughs) playing underneath. Yeah. It sounds great, by the way. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's you hear like they, they put the, the like the little RP like the world will consume your soul, and at the same time, it's like, it's, 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 <laughs> and I was just like, what's going on right now? But yeah, I mean the housing, um, the music for sure, um, uh, and I just feel like the your design philosophy nowadays is just way better than ours, like way better than WoW's. I I, I wish we had like a a Yoshi P kind of mind, uh, you know, toward uh, the goals of design overall in the game, especially like East Times, as, as we would call it. Um, and your job system, man. Like, if there was a way that I could just have one WoW character do everything without me having to log into two or three different accounts, that'd be great, too. That wouldn't be too bad. No, it'd be pretty nice. I know that's a big dissuading factor for me, because, like, I don't want to level... It's a bunch of characters and have to play through the ultimate. It's even though you already do. Yeah, but like I, the way I do it now is a lot different. I guess technically heirlooms kind of end up feeling like our armory system in a sense. Like you end up, you know, you get the heirlooms on the first character and then you just toss them on the other ones and you just blitz through. But you know, it's it doesn't it doesn't have quite the yeah. same feel for me. There's no way to get attached. I don't feel as attached to my WoW character. I guess is the big thing because like I'll be like, oh, I want to try a rogue, so I have to make a whole new character. Like. It's it, they're kind of like disposable to me, more so, I suppose. And I guess this one would be uh, more for you, Happy. But it, I guess for both of you, since we all play fourteen, uh, is there anything you would like to see from WoW? Glam, transmog, 14? transmog, please. I can't stand 14's glam system at all. Please. Oh my god, I don't even want to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back, I gotta talk to the guy, go to my room, hey, I gotta talk to this, go to the glamour thing, and put, uh, well, wait, what's going on? Just have a window, apply, that's, do it. Yeah, no. It's, I, I love the armor of Final Fantasy XIV, it's so nice. So you, like, the armor of Final Fantasy XIV is so lit, and I'm like, I just want to just pick sets that I've collected since ARR, please. Yeah, it's that's that's it, dude. Even Final Fantasy XI has a better glamour system than Final Fantasy XIV. I'm not even kidding. I, I wish I was kidding. <laughs> so that's that's top of the list, big but time. People make it work though. Like the thing is, people make people, it. Well, you can make anything work. I can make I can make a wheel made of of nails and cardboard roll down a hill. That doesn't mean I'm gonna stick it on a car. <laughs> Okay, that, dude. My that's what that's what that's what 14's glam system is. It's a nail. It's a nail together tire. What do you want from me? Oh <laughs> wow, that's an analogy for the whole thing. So yeah, it's like you can make it work, but that doesn't mean that's how it should be. <laughs> um, what else? Honestly, um, the raid design, the over the atmospheric design of the raids. Um, the 24 man's in. 14 things like Deliverum, uh the you know the shadows of mock those series they do it well but having all the segmented bosses i i get why they do it but i still don't necessarily like it that way i i much prefer the consistent experience of like venturing deeper in not beat the boss exit beat the boss exit beat the boss exit kind of thing so that's that's definitely a big one seeing that design more frequently in final fantasy 14 um other than that, I guess it's, it's I'm not really sure because like I, I I adore a lot of the quality of life. I'm sure if I really thought about it, there's something else. Just the glam system blocks all my other thoughts out because it's just the most obvious answer. 
in all honesty. Um, maybe maybe the zone lines being gone also. Again, I get why they do it. It doesn't really bother me that much, but the persistent world is always a, a nice thing to have. So uh, Less boundaries, I guess, is the overall theme there. Less overall boundaries between everything in 14. Yeah, chat surprised they didn't say mythic dungeons. I don't think they would work the same in 14. I don't think it would make as much sense in 14 mythic dungeons. I would like more low man content, but I don't I don't know if Mythic Plus would work quite so. Yeah, that's well. one that's one we've been hearing for quite some time. For years. Literally yeah, ever since WoW got Mythic years. Dungeons, we've been hearing can we get Mythic Dungeons in WoW in 14. And then we we get stuff like Heaven on High and uh, POTD and yeah. it's not exactly like a one-to-one -one, no it's not even remotely like, close they're like not even comparable mm -hmm. um torghast is new in wow that's kind yeah. of palace of the dead heaven on high yeah. e but even that's not entirely comparable yeah so yeah that's yeah i'd say that's my wish list is pretty small but the things that i do wish for i wish for them a lot So I don't know if there's tally. I don't know if you're those those hit the only two that you could think of. Or if you have anything else when from the time that you actually play fourteen. Oh PVP. <laughs> well, well, wait. Are you, are you asking? That's a whole other topic in itself. We will get. I was to just going to say. Wait. So are we talking about like uh, what, what you would want in fourteen that WoW has? Oh, yeah, PVP. For sure. <laughs> Some sort of what? I mean, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. It, any We're kind of talk about that. Any kind of yeah. structured PvP that I don't know is excitable, maybe. Uh I mean I, I did dabble a little bit in PvP. What was uh, was it um Stormblood where the quest guy was messed up and we all had to PvP the level? That sounds like Stormblood. Remember? That's that's cold steel. Yeah, that was like that two day just that's... And, and, me and, and me and D Carter literally just PvP'd. Max level, and it was actually fun. I was like, "Oh wow, I didn't know there was like capture point battlegrounds and stuff." And I'm like, "They should promote this more, evolve it, or something, and you know, do something with that." And uh, you know, PvP, and you know what, Mythic Plus was what I was about to say from the beginning too, because I don't know, like I feel like in WoW over the years when I when I was playing, an expansion would come out, you would do these wonderful dungeons that the developers put their you know heart and soul into, and then you were like done with it after like five days. Right, like you collected your whatever essence slot blues you needed, and you turned in your quests, and you were just like kind of done, and then you never went back to it for like two years. You would go back maybe if you wanted like a certain look of a, a mog of a weapon or something or armor, and I said to myself, man, that'd be kind of cool because I think that Final Fantasy fourteen could do some sick stuff with if you had like kind of like a, a quasi mythic plus system. Like, can you imagine just like some of those crazy rocked out? bosses at the end of a Final Fantasy 14 dungeon but with like just a total slew of different mechanics and maybe even like phases like that would that would be sick if Final Fantasy 14 had something like that and I'm not, but I guess eventually you have to figure out how high would you have to really go you know like one mythic one mythic two mythic three mythic four how many different versions could they possibly do and how I mean there's probably a bunch of design stuff that goes into that definitely the mythic plus I would I would have loved to seen that Final Fantasy 14 EVP for sure uh, I think that's about it. Those are the only two that really come to my mind. Yeah, the only reason I don't... I feel like the party size of four makes stuff like that harder to do. I feel like they feel restricted in terms of how... Because they know that it's going to fall on the healer. At the end of the day, they know anything they do, the healer's the one getting screwed, pretty much. Yeah. So. Oh, and our auction house. Auction house, please. 
I don't know why I can't stand a Final Fantasy 14 auction house. <laughs> I go on there and I'm like, what am I? The doing? market board? Yeah, the, the market board. The market board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like buy items. Uh, I wish that was a. That was something from like, oh, that I would love to see there, like that kind of style. There's like a lot of other games have adapted lately, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always down for. I listen, I'll take more of anything, realistically. <laughs> So if they wanted to do some challenge, challenging dungeons, challenge mode dungeons, I I think we're I almost have written off the idea based on interviews and stuff though. I think they're gonna they're not gonna they're just like dungeons are for casual people to get tomes and for roulettes. It seems that's the big thing. Yeah, I mean they, they, they don't even have to give you like tomes or good gear. Like it could just be like the kind of like the Mr. Pandaria challenge modes where you just get like armor. Yeah, yeah. Who knows. I I just I'll take more anything. I'm always down for more because that's probably the biggest difference is between the two is um, that WoW really wants you to keep playing and 14 is perfectly okay with you stopping. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. the design philosophies reflect that in what we're talking about right here. Oh, for sure. So, I think we can probably touch on that a little bit later though in the show because I think yeah. that's a, that's a topic that could be a show in and of itself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing Final Fantasy uh, gets praised for is, you know, the relationship we have with our devs and, you know, the feedback that oh. they get from us and, you know, how, like, sometimes to the detriment of the devs themselves, you know, they, it's like, okay, it may not be soon, but, you know, Eggy Glamour, it may not be soon, but, you know, this this is going to happen based off of your feedback and thank you for the feedback. Um, Tally, how has the relationship been with the players and the devs in terms of you know feedback? Like, hey, this job, this this class, you know, it it plays like crap. Can you do something about it? Or hey, there's this one aspect we really need you to fix. Like, how's the relationship been between the devs? No comment. <laughs> 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 oh man oh boy i mean you're saying like not just myself but overall as a community or whatnot yeah yeah with the community yeah yeah i mean like personally myself like a lot of us content creators we have a good relationship with the community team like that's where the information gets relayed or whatnot but i think overall man it's it's so i would say in years past uh wow definitely communicated a lot more and reacted a lot faster but at the same time I and mean, i hate to say this but i'm, I'm going to get so much stuff for it uh i don't uh, think you will <laughs> I, I will because I, I think sometimes over the years just like the, the wow players uh themselves ourselves sometimes we've just become more volatile and i think that's kind of like dissuade the devs from being either more open with us or trying to communicate more with us. And I've noticed that as the years gone by, and we've gotten more loud about anything and everything because it's a 17 year MMO. People just expect perfection every year, every expansion, every patch, every little update. And I definitely feel like there's been a definite disconnect. And don't get me wrong. They react to feedback, right? The problem with our mentality as a community here is that I need you to fix this. Right. We hear you. But we're not going to fix this. We don't think what you're saying is right. Well, go to hell. God damn, you know, like 
it's, it's everyone knows how the devs work, right? It's like they'll listen to the feedback, but it's their decision at the end of the day to react and and you know decide whether the feedback that was given to them is actually good or bad. And but the the information is always related to Blizzard. I can promise people that like the information is always given to Blizzard. They get everyone's feedback, but sometimes maybe they don't make the right decisions or the decisions that we want them to make. And I don't know, man. I just I just think the volatility of the community over the last couple of years has just kind of like backed them off of. Uh, they used to be which is like a almost like a blue post every day social media all the time responses constantly you know we hear you we hear we hear you this is what we're gonna do we get that a little bit now but definitely not as much as before but i would say the relationship right now is a little bit on the uh like um you know war of the roses style you know if anyone's seen that movie from the 80s it's it's it's, 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 it's a little yeah. yeah it's a little janky a little janky. The, the, the little jank relationship uh or, or whatnot i mean it's it is what it is hopefully you know it gets better i don't know hopefully some more trust gets built over the years between the community and the devs but i feel like they just don't want to hear us right now like mm-hmm. publicly because you know we just have a lot of people that play the game and a lot of people are just a-holes really i mean we deal with that and now, I, do I, you think i'm sorry oh, go ahead uh, go ahead ten- 14 technically kind of deals with the same thing, but it feels like the voices aren't as pronounced as they maybe are in the WoW community. No, like, here's the thing. It's like, you and I, we we pay special attention to that kind of stuff, whereas it, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are surprised when you describe some of the stories that we tell. Like, they're like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that. In WoW, if you told someone someone was acting a certain way, there's no way they'd be surprised. There's there's It's just, oh, these people are being assholes. It's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's it's not that it's because I, I just think he just you just described the Internet, Rob, is all you just did. That's like, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I think sometimes like we could be a different breed there, buddy. You know, like I, I, mean, I, I you know, like, like no joke. We just had, you know, the uh, ending cinematic to like one of like was supposed to be an amazing encounter in our in our latest race. So I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Yeah, I've seen and, it already. And then and then the. And then the, the right, like the the lady who writes the books for WoW and helps to do the writing, got like death threats from WoW players, and I'm just like, see, I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that's gonna make them not want to communicate and talk to us. Like, why do we want to deal with people like him? There's probably more of people like him or her doing that. Why would we want to talk to those people? You know, like, and that that that's what it's come now. Yeah, I guess it's a bit of a. Do you th- oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Go, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just I, I keep I keep trying to keep us on this point because I think it's an interesting one. Um, because yeah. we, because Sly, you know, we we talked about it a lot, especially in in recent months. I mean, in recent in years, like with some of the things we've seen. So I'm not all too f- other than people who actually are negative. I don't actually see a whole lot of wow talk. So I'm always wondering how much of it is like it's getting worse. It's not getting worse necessarily because players are being more toxic, but it's getting worse because players are being more toxic because they're de- like it's it's literally both going this way. So there's no like there's no way to like mm-hmm. rebuild anything, is what it sounds like. If if either Blizzard or the player base doesn't sort of rein themselves in, I suppose I, I don't know. And I think and I think that's one thing fourteen does a good job of. I well somewhat of a good job of with the kind of the community policing itself, so to speak. In, in that, like, you know, the vast majority will keep the bad apples in check. Like, you know, the ones, the death threats and the things like that. We usually do a good job of keeping that in check. The 
the vast majority. Yeah. So I was wondering if there was like anything like that within the WoW community where it's like, you know, y'all need to y'all need to chill. Like any type of, you know, community we, policing sort of we have a report button. That's something. <laughs> I mean, so do we, but it's uh, just like, Sly, you know, uh, we don't have a good report well, button. Well, uh, well, okay. We have uh, a report RMT right. button. We don't, you have to still file normal reports for behavior, even if it works. I mean, ours I, is I, pain. I, really, I wouldn't say more of like a report button, more of like, you know, actual voices, you know, speaking out and saying, hey, y'all need, y'all need to chill out. Oh, the pocket, you know, that type. I mean, I, I think where I see that is where I see sometimes the community uh, uh, managers of the community, or excuse me, of WoW and the blue posters, mm -hmm. they use like almost like their own Twitter to relay those kinds of information. It's never really posted mm -hmm. to like the WoW community. I mean, in the game, we have like a silencing system now that they just made. Uh, they've added like more bad word fill, just like you can report someone for like, you know, talking about others or saying like really derogatory stuff in like general or trade check and there's a lot of it um yeah. and it, the blizzard could just silence you so you can't type or talk for like a couple of days or something or, or, or they might just ban you for it but i mean yeah i don't think we have like i mean besides uh exploiters and cheaters being banned that that's always posted publicly so that they mm. enforce their authorita on everybody <laughs> and then let them know that you know the the hammer's being brought down on those on those people but I mean, other than that, I'm like, it's it's more or less just silencing players, and that's pretty much it. Hmm. Now, now, one thing, like going back to the whole volatility thing, um, and the relationship you have with the devs, do you think that's part of the reason why, as like, I guess, past couple of years, we've been seeing this exodus? From WoW, a players from WoW to fourteen. Is it, you mean the relationship between the players and the? Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it probably in this. it probably yeah. factors in a little bit, but I think it's more along the lines of people just not being really happy with just the state of the game. Like, mm -hmm. like, like we've had we've had a pretty rough expansion <laughs> so far. We we've had a rough uh, last nine ten months, man. So I could definitely see why WoW players are just kind of a little fed up. You know, that we're not being communicated to. We're not liking the direction. You know, Sylvanas doing blah blah blah. I'm out of here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play Bless online. I'll see you guys later. Oh, <laughs> no, no, don't don't do that. Oof. Sorry, sorry. I had Oof. to. Oh, it's not even. Isn't it not even called Bless? Isn't it called like Bless Unleashed or some shit now? Unleashed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's on Xbox, right? It's not even on. Yeah, I, I think I think they may have just recently. Either they just did a PC release, or they're doing one soon. It's weird. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, slide. We can move past it. It's fine. It's fine. We can move. Past okay. It. Right. Oh, is, is there something I should know about? Was he? Are you? No, you it's like just. It's just. It's one of those MMOs where it's like everyone's like, "Yo, you gonna play this? You gonna play?" And then it's like. Uh... <laughs> I, I played it when you know. Wasn't that great? Um, yeah. Moving on. Um, the new player perspective, like that's one thing. I, I never got into WoW, and they're like sly. Like I guess it was a like couple of years ago when another expansion was coming out, uh, and everybody like a lot of fourteen players were on WoW for a good while. Um, heck, even uh, classic 
how how new player friendly is wow oh geez like you can't get any easier i mean <laughs> the, the leveling takes you i mean i would say with in under 20 hours you'll hit max level and you'll be gearing up and catching up to like maybe like lfr normal mode uh because we have like this new like system, uh, this Chromey system where you just pick any expansion and level within that expansion. Like you don't have to actually level in the zone by zones anymore. Um, and yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's called Chromey time or whatnot. I think that's the right word. Mm. And it's just so easy to do. And now and there's you know there's a whole meta to it. Like this one expansion, you just go around completing bonus objectives and looting treasures in like eight hours or so. You're like max. Up until the new expansion, they just and the new expansion leveling is like six, seven hours if you really want to try hard. It maybe like ten to twelve for a casual player who doesn't really play WoW a lot. But WoW, I mean, overall though, for a brand new player, like I can't see anyone having an issue not following what's going on. They even added like this new um called Exile's Reach. It's like an introduction to the game. So if you play like a mage, it'll teach you how to use your fireballs and how to do all this and that. It gives you a little tutorial. You do a little three-man dungeon at the end, and it sends you to the main city, and then just kind of drops you off like an orphan on a door and says, "Go and you know have some have some fun playing the game." But I, I've always known WoW to be player friendly, or the kind of game that kind of caters to like the just everyday player of an MMORPG. I've never really had feedback someone telling me, "Oh man, I'm a brand new player to WoW. I just started playing. God, I don't know what's going on right now." I mean, everything's just laid out for you when you start playing the game. It's weird how you just read a Final Fantasy XIV Twitch chat when you said that, right? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually looking at chat. No, no, no. That's just what it would sound like because that's that's like oh, I, yeah, I stream yeah. 14 a lot. And it's like, hey, I'm level 12 and um, there's like 8, ba- mm-hmm. eight billion quests. Um, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, like WoW has like a thing now where like it just lays out all the stories as you finish them in the in the zone so you'll know exactly like based on like the way the quests look like which one story which one side or whatever so you guys have the same thing right except you guys have like this thing but what was the what's the zone with the the talos town the talos town um collision collision yeah with with the dude that was drinking the wine because of his wife or whatever you know that's the place no 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 i'm sorry that was um amarang Maybe that was um, Twine, Twine, where the Twine, uh, the it is, it, it is yeah. Twine. So I was in yeah. Twine, and I, you know, first I go in there, there was no exclamation marks. I'm like, all right. So I turn in my quest, the story. All of a sudden, there's like 50 exclamation marks everywhere. I'm like, what's going <laughs> on? I'm like, yeah. I can't even see on the mini map the one like my story quest or the blue plus sign ones, and I'm just like, I got to mm-hmm. like zooming in and out of the map. <laughs> like, how do I get to where I need to go? Like and that happens yeah. in WoW too, but except in WoW, it's just like one person has like three quests, so you only see a couple of like little marks to go to. But yeah, do you player friendly? I, I'd say WoW does a pretty good job of introducing players to their game. And, and I think with any MMO you see, like you know, free to play, whatnot, uh, there is a case. I think every MMO has a case of you know information overload. There's all this stuff being thrown at you, and. 14 it's like well i may not know anything but here are a ton of resources on the yub tubs go watch mr happy guide um there's a ton of <laughs> hey. hey 
but there's a ton of resources out there for you for something anything that you're doing it, and i would assume wow is the exact same way there are like probably a ton of resources for you you know when you're getting started and you know you're leveling and whatnot I'm, i would assume that would be the same right Give me resources like uh like the game trying to give you a tutorial or trying to send you somewhere to get more community information. resources it sounds more like yeah community resources yeah like, you know not, class not guides class guides raid guides things like that uh we have a dungeon journal yeah, they have the journal in game that tells you everything except for like the like the super secret mechanics from like yeah right yeah but we don't have like a pop-up that says you know click here to follow these guides or whatever on how to do this area it's just because it's so quick you know like right. pretty much you know and that's always been a problem in wow is like you know as you're leveling whatever gear you're wearing at level 12 you might still be wearing at level like 40 because it's so fast what you're doing right yeah, because, like, we don't really have, like, we have a lot of resources in the 14 community, but they don't ever feel as centralized as, well. like, Wowhead and uh, ICV. Yeah, like, what people are talking about right. here. Like, we don't have oh, anything like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, I thought you meant, like, within the game that no, links No, no, just, it, just anything that, like, if you were to tell someone, hey, someone asks a question, you go, oh, check it out on Wowhead or, you oh. know, go to this website. Yeah. Oh my god, I couldn't tell you how many times I have to tell people in my chat, please, for the love of God, just bookmark Wowhead. It's just the easiest way, especially when there's a patch day and everyone's like, oh, patch day? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I get the question, Tally, can you explain to me every single little thing that's going on in this patch? And I'm like, get the hell out of here. Oh my Go god, to- if I had a nickel. No, no, no. Go to oh, Wowhead. See, I, see, what I do is, hey, hey, Sly, where do I go for this on, on, on patch day? And um, type in exclamation mark patch notes. And you go there. And it'll tell you. Yeah, we every time it it's it's yeah, it's crazy. We have a, we have a news site for Fort the official mm-hmm. site, the Lodestone, and the, nobody looks at it. Oh, nobody, nobody looks at that. Nobody uses nobody. it. <laughs> not even not even they don't they don't bookmark it. They don't visit it. They don't nothing. <laughs> they I, have, I have to remake that command every new patch. Hey, Slive, where do I go? Patch notes. That's where you go. Yeah, it's so annoying. Tally, can you read off all the patch notes? I'm like, <laughs> okay, bro, stop trolling. What are all the warlock changes? What are all the pa- Oh, that's cool. What are all the paladin changes? Oh, that's cool. What are all the druid changes? Um, <laughs> one by one by one. <laughs> I'll get you to read them one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, How are we still sane? I don't know. Booze. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm, uh, we, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah, that's how we've been keeping sane. Um, oh, I love this question. I love this question that I get like almost every day. I'm playing 14, and it's like it's a new player question, and it's I guess it's merited, so to speak, because you know time is precious. So, hey Tally, is it a good time to get into WoW? I mean, I think if you're a new player, sure. I always encourage new people who've never played WoW to play WoW. Because... Like classic and or retail? Yeah, both. Especially okay. especially classic. Because classic is, is, a, is a crazy adventure. And you'll definitely have a good time. I think it's a, a lot more social and a lot more open uh, dialogue mm-hmm. with other people. Whereas, you know, retail... Even if you're a brand new player in retail, I mean... I can see people just kind of trying to find their way and maybe even trying to talk to other people, but it hardly happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always tell people if you're, if you're brand new to the game, play it. Cause you know, for me, those are like, 
those are like infants. They, they don't know about all the Reddit and social media and all the backlash and all that stuff. They just want to play a new game. They might not play WoW. I mean, I'm sure it's the same way for like Final Fantasy. You know, it's like, is Final Fantasy a great game to get into? Hell yeah. If you've never played before, you got to play it. You know, it's, it's, that, it's that kind of situation, I, I think. Right. But returning players, it's, it's really hard to talk to sometimes returning players because they'll say, well, I played every expansion. I've played for three weeks and I've left every single time. And I'm like, well, man, you know, you know what? Oh, maybe you just don't like it no more. <laughs> you know, like, Tally, like, I need you to convince me to keep playing. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And then when they uh, watch you play and then they go, this is your fault. I'm playing again. I'm like, Bro, you didn't, I haven't even, <laughs> even spoken. This is the first time you've ever spoken in my chat. What do you mean it's my fault? I'm a lurker. I know. Look, okay. I, I watched you. I played for two months and now it, this is your fault. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. But I mean, for returning players, yeah, it's a little rocky right now because, you know, honestly, it's been a hell of a couple of years uh, in the world. So, um, but I mean, I would tell players that they're scared about all, oh, you know, the, the patch is taking on, but you know what? They've they've done a good job in the past. I, I expect them to continue doing a good job. So if you're a brand new player, play. If you're a returning player, try it out. I wish we had the trial like you guys. I think we're still stuck with the same trial for the last, like, 15 years where we get the to 14-day trial, level 20, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, I could probably pull out a CD out of my closet and give it to somebody. Here, play till 20. Have fun. You know, you, you guys have it great, man. Like, what do, you, what do you get? Like, 60, right? And then you get to do every job to 60. Uh, every You get all access to everything from A Realm Reborn and Heavensward, um, and including the story. Uh, there are some restrictions, like how much gill you can carry. Like, you can only hold 300k, yeah. and that's nothing. You'll have 300k before you even hit level 50 most of the time. So it's yeah. a pretty big gill mm -hmm. loss. Um, but yeah, you, don't, you also don't have, like, any social features. You can't, like, invite people to parties or talk in, like, certain chats and stuff. All, like... You know, bot and bot countermeasures, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be pretty nice. If, the thing is with that Chromie system, it's it's kind of tough for them to like put an endpoint, I suppose, on WoW's free trial. And I, I, I wonder where they would even change it to. Do you have any idea? No, I actually I just thought about that. I'm like, wait a minute, do trial players even go through Chromie time? I, I don't. Maybe they do. <laughs> I'd have to look. I'd have to look into that. So that's a damn good question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I mean, Chromie time itself, I guess WoW's mentality is, like, new players will play however they want to play because they're new, and people who've been playing the game probably don't want to go 1 through 50 chronologically again. No, play the 50. I, no I don't want to. I thought about it when you said it, and I don't. Yeah, so yeah, so it's like, hey, get people in, and it's like basically the mentality is pick your favorite expansion, and you can just level from 1 to 50 in that one expansion if you to and then if you want to stop at 28 go from Bernie crusade to like it's the pandaria and go 28 to 50 you can literally go one to 50 in like three or four different expansions sometimes, sometimes people just pick their favorite storylines the cool cinematics and then they just go through other people just do the meta stuff and just loot treasures and bonus objectives it kind of reminds me of diablo's adventure mode the way you describe it in a sense where you just like they just give you objectives and like areas you just go do them it's a little different but it kind of reminds me of the way that you're describing it yeah those are those are what world quests are those are the mm. that's the event road that's where they got the idea from okay yeah that makes sense oh man it's funny talk, hearing wow new player experience because you guys just got like you just said you just got all those new things for new players kind of yeah. recently and i think to us and we still have to tell people like people are like oh should i level through the msq and i'm like oh boy 
Uh, <laughs> mm. this should, would, have to, could, will, and done. <laughs> I, I'm so happy that I like kept up with the story throughout the years because, man, uh, I'm, well, actually, no, wait, hold on. I mean, you, you, uh, didn't they just change the MSQ to make it a lot easier, right? A Realm so, Reborn, at least? Yeah, A Realm Reborn, they cut out approximately 16 hours worth of time. That you would approximately yeah. have to. I, obviously, I'm talking about like I tested it myself, but that's like uh, someone who's played a bunch testing it is not the same as like an actual new player doing it. So, right. but that's still pretty significant as far as I'm concerned. Um, it took me 47 hours to do all of A Realm Reborn with just the mandatory stuff. Um, Heavensward, on the flip side, took me 50. So, wait, 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 hold on. 47 hours with every cutscene, yeah. So, that's with the 16 cutoff. Yeah. Jesus. That's a realm reborn. Mm -hmm. And that's only mandatory stuff. That's like Crystal Tower. That's every cutscene, no skips, though. Uh huh. And then Heaven's Word was 50, everything, no skips. Oh, no skips. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, you're usually looking at about 200 hours in story, which it's weird because when, when WoW players, one thing I really notice with WoW players who come over and they look at the new player experience for 14, they see that and they see an obstacle and not content. Which is no. a big mindset difference. Well, I mean, when when you're used to hitting max level in like 20 hours, and, and then you you know you tell people because I got to say that like Tyler, should I play Final Fantasy 14? Should I do the MSQ? And then my whole chat's like, oh, the MSQ is crazy. You got to get ready for it. Prepare some bourbon and some whiskey. Get you know, <laughs> send the wife and kids to the Bahamas while while you do no. I mean, like I said, I, I always tell people Final Fantasy XIV storyline is an experience. It, it, it'll be it way different than anything you'll ever see in World of Warcraft. It's deep. It's dark. It's involved. It makes you think. makes you feel. It gets you emotional. I, I've had maybe about, I don't know, like two emotional moments ever in, in my wild life watching like stories and cinematics. In Final Fantasy, I think I had about four or five emotional situations just in the realm of Born from beginning to end. So so you okay? So you feel like you know fourteen has a deeper story than WoW, lore wise? Oh, oh, for sure, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have like decades of Warcraft one, two, three, and all the books and all that lore is there, but mm -hmm. represented to us, you know, it's just not as 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 deep as how you know Final Fantasy fourteen has it. Mm -hmm. You know, like just recently the lore's gotten like. <laughs> I'm gonna, now I'm gonna get stuff for this. Uh, the lore recently, I think, is good. <laughs> I you like, like redemption it. stories, Tally. <laughs> look, man, look. Okay, <laughs> it's a means to an end. <laughs> like, People criticize 14 a lot for redemption stories too, so it's it's not all too unfamiliar to us. Oh yeah, yeah. Sly <laughs> is not a big fan of redemption stories. No, uh, it's just end it if it's gonna end it, and, and I mean, and that's and that's kind of like how WoW used to be. That's what I didn't like about. The original wow storytelling was just like it was just over so quick and i mean classic or vanilla tbc wrath is when they kind of started getting into the story because that's when i got into it but even then it's like very just short stories based off stories that already have existed in past warcraft games and but yeah but y you can't beat all the dialogue and all the stuff you have to remember in final fantasy 14 like it's just like uh what's the name of that movie it's like short circuit, man. John, was it Johnny Five or uh, what's the name of the little robot? Like more input. He's like flipping through the pages like this really quick or whatever. 
like Final Fantasy 14 is just it's just so much information that, and you absorb it. Once you understand it though, it's awesome. And once you watch the cutscenes, it's great. Then the the music gets you emotional. That's what that's what Final Fantasy gets me. It's the music, man. It's kind of like Kingdom Hearts style music. It just gets you kind of like almost teary eyed at some of the some of the scenes that they show. And WoW has cutscenes too, but they're like really short, like you know, yeah, fifty seconds. Whereas like a really good Final Fantasy fourteen story cutscene is like fifteen you know, minutes, twenty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yep. And every moment you're just waiting for something crazy to happen. And yes, something. Dun, 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 then the guy shows up like, oh my god. Yeah, but Final Fantasy fourteen story. Uh, I wish I was more invested into it. I love it when I do play it. But you know, I just play so much WoW. That's the only story that kind of sticks to my brain. I could blow no, your I'm mind with some be... stuff that you probably don't know in fourteen. <laughs> uh, oh, oh yeah, I can imagine. Like there, there's the there's a story we we kind of digest, and then you know we have we have a lore guy who actually quizzes us on this, and we don't know anything. Yeah, we play it, and then he still like like two weeks later stumps us, and we're just like, bro, yeah. I don't even understand. Like we just did that stuff two weeks ago, and. You expect me to remember? We're like, so screwed so, when like, we get the next one. It's been months. I win because of alcohol. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have, you have, you have selective I memory. Drew. I had a friend in college who, he, all of his exams, he'd study for them high. He'd show up to the test high because he had an easier time remembering. You, you do I've them drunk, this, so you, you, you take the quizzes <laughs> drunk. I've tested this like Jeopardy and win Ben Stein's money on stream under the influence. I would have won Ben Stein's money like eight times. I. I <laughs> I, and nobody's like you you're good at beer trivia i'm like yeah i know like sober i couldn't do this yeah i mean the, the final fantasy 14 stories are so just they just blow your mind like uh in Shadowbringers, when yoyanji was explaining like the zodiac and a uh, hydaelyn hopefully i said i pronounced it you right it right yeah yeah like both of those entities with you know how he, and he had like the little picture of all the moons and everything i am in my head i'm like okay hold on let's start from the top like let's start from the beginning here but i I love that kind of stuff i love if you could tell me a story and you just blow my mind like wow i don't think wow has ever had like those pikachu face moments that you have in final fantasy 14 like when like Mm -hmm. one of the characters tells you something outlandish that you never knew and then like your character's face instead of doing the naughty just like he does one of those, and I'm just like, I'm just like that guy right now. I don't know what's going on. I kind of feel like with the lore right now, I kind of feel like every one of us who is playing Final Fantasy XIV is getting a like secondary degree in a theoretical science. Yeah, because that's come up in <laughs> a science that only exists so in the game. We're we're getting a degree in it. <laughs> we're getting a degree in a theoretical science, and yeah, like Rian J is our professor. Um. Now, Happy, when you started playing WoW, yeah, how deep were you into the lore? Uh, like, uh, so he brought up invested? he brought up YouTube channels. I still to this day sometimes tune into Noble. He's a YouTuber who does a lot of lore related stuff for a while. I still tune uh-huh. in and watch it because he's the only one who can make me like it. As far as I'm concerned, I can't, when I'm playing WoW, I can't in any way get invested. Sometimes there's like certain NPCs and characters. Like, what's his name from the bar in Orgrimmar when they made him like an when they made him like actually like OP and cataclysm what was his name i can't remember it was like a yeah yeah when like that as a character like i i love little things like that and people playing the game actively got me invested in characters like that 
But Noble makes me give a shit about anything that's actually happening about any of those characters. Um, so my enjoyment was never in-game for a while. I never once got invested while I was actually playing. It was only when I left the game and researched it that I ever got that. And that's true of a lot of games, but I felt like with WoW, they almost wanted me to care in-game, but they didn't try to make me care, if that makes a lot of sense. Whereas the, the community mm -hmm. made me care. It's kind of like, like Dark Souls, you kind of don't always know what's going on, so you need someone else to explain it to you because the game's only giving you breadcrumbs, but you have to put them together. It's kind of like that, but not mm -hmm. as intense, I suppose. Who, um, who, who is Final Fantasy XIV's noble? We have a few. Um, so actually, right after this, another podcast is doing a lore-off, I suppose, between uh, Pyromancer and Anonymous, two people who are uh, very... Oh, yep. A lore-off, yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, um, Ethis, we have him frequently Ethis. on the show. He's basically our unofficial third host. Um, he is He's our local lore guy. He does a ton of stuff. And he especially likes to connect the dots between real-life historical influences and in-game historical references. Uh, so... We have we have quite a few people, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it probably gets deep as hell in those videos and those conversations because those guys have just so much. Or gals oh boy, process, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's intense. We did a Ethis. We did a D and D with him, a fourteen D and D with him a few months back, where he huh. explores one of the like kind of sub stories that isn't. I guess it, it's it's our interpretation. Obviously, we're D and Ding it, so it doesn't turn out exactly the same, but yeah. Uh, type of event that led to something that happens, which he then follows up with a bunch of lore facts and stuff like that. So, hmm. some cool stuff. I'm sure there's WoW D and D. I've I've never actually looked for it, but I'm uh, sure there's people who run WoW campaigns in D and D. I'd have to imagine. I mean, not that I've seen on Twitch or anything. Maybe a a, a few people might. I don't know. I'll be honest. I've never in my life played D and D. So it's pretty fun. You do it with the right people. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, I have friends who always try to get me to do it, like even like on the streams and stuff, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I wouldn't know where to start. Somebody, will, good, somebody uh, will get you into it now that you've get said you a good that. DM. Yeah, a good DM will be great. Yeah, Ethis babied us through as our DM. <laughs> and that's what a dungeon master or something. Yeah, they basically yeah. make up every all all the bull that you're going to be dealing with. They're just like, by the way, there's 17 mm -hmm. goblins around the corner. And you guys have no potions. You drop them on the way. And you're like, why? <laughs> How? What do you mean we just dropped they them? They were in a bag. Uh, yeah. There was an earthquake. You dropped them. That's it. There was yeah. an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know we spoke about this a little while ago and talking about the, you know, the relationship between the devs and the community. Um, one thing I, one thing that really you know, kept me in the game when I first started out playing 14 was the community. It was an awesome community. And it's one thing I will, you know, praise 14 for having is a really, really awesome community. Um, that being said, uh, in your time, in your time tally with 14 and yours, and I guess yours with Wow Happy, how would you compare the two communities? Oh man, that's such a tough question because there's so many communities everywhere and different ones. But I mean, like, mm. I, I mean, I, I, and for like our community, like for our just in general, our Twitch and YouTube and everything community, even like, I mean, it's, I, I doesn't get any better than that. I've never really had issues ever mm. or whatnot. Um, uh, there, there's some, you know, not so good communities within World of Warcraft, but, 
I've never really had issue with the WoW community uh, overall. Obviously, you're going to get people who don't like you, who like you. Um, but I think when I'm off stream is when I get to see more of the community because I'm like with my guildies and then I'm just going around exploring, doing quests, doing like raids on my own. And then I can kind of see, you know, a different side of WoW than I see from just the people that just watch me on a daily basis. Um, and But yeah, but you know, like, I think sometimes it's, it's just easier just to stay away from like what you know are the toxic communities in WoW. And once you do that and you just kind of focus on like the ones that you like to be a part of, it just becomes a way more pleasant experience. And in Final Fantasy XIV, man, I don't know. I've never met anyone who's been mean to me ever in Final Fantasy XIV. Every time I come back to the game and I log on to Gilgamesh, I'm just well received. People wave, they dance in front of me, do little. You know, like they wear skimpy clothes and they do dances and stuff and they just, you know, and they they're just nice. I don't know. Like uh, recently I've seen a, a little bit of a, a toxic side of some Final Fantasy 14 players, just a little bit. And, and I was like, there's no way these people actually play Final Fantasy 14. There's no way in hell, because every time I go back to play the game, everyone's just nice, very receptive. Oh, welcome back. Here's what you missed out on. Here's what to do. Oh, you need to go here. Jump on my flying mount. I'll take you over there. Oh, cool. All right. So, like, everyone's just always really excited, you know, when they see someone come back to Final Fantasy 14. And just in general, like, um, I just reading, like, just the chats that, uh, in wherever you are. Like, I've never really seen anyone just act like act a fool like I do in WoW on a daily basis. Like, I don't know if you guys have a, a general chat for your raids <laughs> no we don't have for our raids no we call that we call that discord yeah <laughs> we have that in wow like there's a general chat where everyone that's in the raid at the current moment even progressing through whatever can speak and it is just that is uh, the like, worst idea i've ever heard oh my god it's so bad it's eye blinding that would Stuff be that, that would be just as bad in 14 i promise you Everyone talking about like politics, and for some reason, people just say rip Joe Rogan all Bro, the time. And I swear to God, MMOs that are from the early 2000s, if you give them a general chat, they're always political. I it's it's the Final Fantasy 11 is the exact same way you're describing right now because they have a massive general chat. I swear <laughs> that if you look at the other old school, they're all the same. That all of them, it's this way. I don't know, it just is what it is. Yeah, and, and I don't know why, but I never shut I never shut it off. I don't <laughs> shut off the, the general chat. You know why? Because it's too good to read some of the stuff and just <laughs> you just can't turn away of some of like some of the filth and stupidity that comes out of there. But uh, I mean, back to the topic though, man. Like I'm, I've never had issues with any community in Final Fantasy fourteen. Like it's, I mean, obviously being played WoW and you know doing it on Twitch and Justin for the last eleven years. Like you, you get a lot of you know angry people and trolls and stuff. I just never see that stuff in Final Fantasy fourteen. Maybe I have to play more. I do uh, uh, in, in order for me to actually see a lot of it. Maybe people are just happy. Oh, it's Ali's back to Final Fantasy fourteen for a few days. Embrace, embrace. And then because well, I know I have some World of Warcraft players in my chat who tell me, "Look, man, Final Fantasy fourteen people's aren't as cracked up." You know, let me tell you about some guys that I met. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Like, get out of here. Man, they're around. They're around. Happy, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I'm, yeah, happy was just cracking his knuckles, like getting ready. Okay, happy. So I'd assume my part of the question would be about wow and not about fourteen. I will quickly tangent and say, yeah, fourteen is. Yeah. I mean, 
I like when you were describing people earlier. I said, Tally, you just described the internet. No place is immune to it. 14 is certainly not immune to its uh, lack of niceties when it comes to certain elements of the community. Whether that just be a lack of tact when discussing the things that they feel strongly about, or genuinely being an asshole, excuse my language, <laughs> had to be said for this one particular case. Um, so I will not sit here and, and act like 14's community is all roses and smells wonderfully it's not it's like any other community on the internet what i will say is i do see it less than i do in other communities but i see it so that's for the beginning and i'll also say that when i was playing wow way back when so this is not a recent experience honestly other than people just being kind of general early 2000 internet trolls when memes were kind of like in a different saga in the universe I never really saw too much there either, other than people maybe linking logs in, like, random, like, groups and stuff. That was, like, the closest thing I ever really saw was people just log linking. But oh. that's it. And then you went, you parted ways, and it was like, oh, that guy was, that guy was, that guy was wrong. Something was wrong with that guy. And then I just moved on. I, I didn't really see it that much either, other than the people who were just upset about their class being nerfed or something like that. And that's, you see that anywhere. So, I'm going to take Tally's word that right now that's not how I would feel if I took a look at <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But my active player experience, and I'd assume that, it, that as long as you stay out of general chats, it's probably not nearly as bad. Oh, yeah, that's almost every MMO out there pretty much, yeah. Yeah. General trade, LFG. All that stuff. I do think some of it is how long people have been around. I think it's just, you just, you get grumpy, almost, in a sense. Like, some people just can't deal with the, like, I don't know, the, like, sameties. Like, they never they never move forward, I guess. <laughs> oh, and, and you see that sometimes on, like, Orgabar trade chat. People are, like, dissing WoW and saying, F this game, F that. This game could go to hell. Devs could screw themselves. Some guy's like, why are you still playing? He's like, I don't know. I'm just here. <laughs> Okay, it's what I do every night at 8 o'clock, okay? I pour myself a glass of whiskey, and I just... Ugh. <laughs> yeah, people do just spend their entire nights doing that stuff, and you have to genuinely wonder, like, so what are you doing right now? Can you explain it to me? Like, what's behind the screen? I need to know more. They got Stockholm. Yeah, they got Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> it's like, I can't let go, but it's, it's also so bad for me right now. I mean, when you've put that much of your time into something, kind of understandable, I yeah. suppose. If the thing you loved for 17 years is not making you happy, then uh, I'd imagine getting a little ornery. Teensy bit. Yeah. yeah. But my time in WoW was fine. I mean, I had friends that I was playing with. The guildmates were cool, and I, I never really ran into issues. And I had, I had some... I guess I played playing through the early 2000s. It was just a, such a different era. And it's something that classic doesn't really capture still is people are still today's people. They're not classic wows times of people in terms of age of the Internet. Um, and it was just people knew that personal relationships kind of mattered more in MMOs back then. So there was this almost veil of, you know, of not fakeness, but niceness to get through a lot of things. And that just no, no one does that anymore. Now it's, you, oh, you better oh. know. You just better know. 
Uh, like, yeah, and Vanilla, like, it was all about forming groups and forming friendships. Like, when Classic WoW came out, I'd be there, you know, when, when I'd be off stream playing or even on stream, I'd be, I'd be like fighting something, right? Like, an elite. And some guy walks by me and I'm just like, hey, bro, okay, later. See you later, bro. Like, back then, that guy would have stopped. He would invite you to group. He would have helped you. And then he may have gone on his way. Or, 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 like, when it comes to like fighting over nodes and stuff in WoW and Classic when I first started, oh my God. Like, people were just trying to, like, pull mobs into you while you're trying to mine and stuff just to get you off of it. It's like, man, this is not like what it used to be. Like, and, and that's something that I emphasize a lot to my community is that you have to realize that we're not, we're just not in that era anymore. There's just different people now that play our games. And it's just so happens that our games, Final Fantasy and WoW, are just like decades old. Yeah. And that and a lot changes over that time, even if you were to do the same things. I mean, oh. I remember what, but didn't World First Molten Core happen at like level 56 or something? Like, that would have never happened way back when. People have been practicing on your private servers for years. Like, I was waiting for this moment when they'd make it official. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing Molten Core for 17 years. That's so sad. So <laughs> 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 sad and... I would feel so defeated if I was one of those people, but I am not. But that does sound pretty sad. <laughs> Hey, they had fun. That's <sighs> all that matters, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, man. It's about the journey. All right. Sly, move us forward. <laughs> um, one, one keyword we always, always talk about in, in terms of, you know, jobs and classes in, in 14 is balance. Um, in terms of all the classes in WoW, do you think the, uh, you think the devs have done a good job of keeping class balance and check or is it as much of a struggle as we have in 14 no comment <laughs> I, I don't know man like i i only play a tank so like i i'm not like a you know a meter beater or you know I like that term. <laughs> i like I, it's just so weird because i, I always tell people look no matter how hard no matter how talented and amazing the developers and designers and encounter designers of our games are, they'll never balance a game perfectly. It'll just never happen. And then I think when we give feedback and then they try to balance it, then they just get it wrong. And then everyone gets upset again. And they have to rebalance it and rebalance it. And then at some point, they I think WoW used to actually rebalance by just you know, uh, taking like an ability and saying, okay, this ability is too strong for these four, but it's come to a point where like four abilities are off. And then I think the devs in WoW just go, you know what? F it. Just all damage increased by 8%. Go have fun with that. See how that works. And then people sim that. And then, nope, it's still not right. And I'm like, ah, oh. I would say recently though, um, like at least for tanks, I think tanks are the, probably the best balance we've ever had in WoW. And I'm really happy for that because they were just so off pace for years with tanks and now we're looking good but when i see the rest of the, the community like the dps community and this the problem is that everyone just wants to be the best dps and if you're not number one you know it, it's not good enough even if wow puts like the top uh 10 dps on a meter within two percent three percent four percent of each other that's not enough people just want to be right there up with them but sometimes they do just get it completely wrong and it's like these guys are doing this much damage. It's like these two, and then there's like these guys here, you know? And we've had a lot of that over the last, like, 
you know, 17 years in WoW. And since I've been keeping track, probably the last 12 for sure. But they'll, they'll never balance it properly to make everyone happy. I'm sure Final Fantasy has issues like that where so, people are just, you know. Sort of. So <clears throat> I'd say with 14, right when an expansion launches, you see troughs between jobs. By point one, they're all a little closer, and by point two, they're pretty much nigh on indistinguishable. It really comes down to making mountains out of molehills at that point. Right. But the, <laughs> the cost is is genuine is, is generally class homogenization is normally what ends up leading it to be a little bit easier. It's like, you know, when you play WoW, when you play a Shadow Priest, it is nothing like playing a mage, for example. You know, you might both be dealing damage, but you're not it's still they're not comparable necessarily or an affliction lock and uh, demo lock even not necessarily comparable but in 14 right now you could play red mage black mage or summoner and feel pretty okay about yourself if you're having fun you can play machinist bard dancer feel like you're having fun all in the same role you can play any tank you can play any healer but that doesn't stop people from complaining it, it's always about what isn't fun or trying to make it more complex because 14's classes are just, they keep them simple so they're easy to balance. They keep them similar-ish so they're easy to balance. And that means there's not a lot of class discussion to be had, so what do people do? They find the one thing they don't like and that's where the discussion draws, even if it's performance-wise doing okay. Like, I hate Bard. I don't like it. You can play it. It can raid. There's no content you can't do. There's no reason someone would exclude you. But also, please fix A, B, and C because this sucks. Please stop doing it this way. <laughs> uh, that, that's like the WoW community amplified by like 10,000. Like, well, the big, I think a big difference too is between both uh, game balances is that we have so many systems within systems on top of systems in our game, and it makes it complicated. Like there'll, there'll be tiers of rating in the last, I would say, three expansions for us, Legion, BFA, and Shadowlands, where you're like, okay, okay, I think Blizzard has it this time. They're they're close. They're, they're closing in on it. And then it's like, uh, here's a new system. Here's domination sockets. And they do this with new legendaries. And they just add everything on top of that. And they're like, oh, my God. Like the math, the math theory crafters are going insane. The Sims are being posted everywhere. Like, how the hell is Feral Druid number one? That can't be right. Oops, got the number wrong here. It's actually Shadow Priest. And it's like just all the numbers are just all out of whack because – you know, they, they don't stick with one system. It's always a new system. Even almost now nowadays, every patch is a new system added on top of the systems that the expansion started. So by the end of the expansion, you have like 15 procs, three more buttons to press, and so much more stuff you have to track. And all that just affects balance uh, to, to a point where it's just it's it's just no one can receive it well. But, you know, like, I, I truly believe they try their best, but I think at some point they have to, like, ease up on, on that. I mean, I'm not sure, like, I, I think systematically, like, Final Fantasy fourteen is fine. Like, you guys just go. Go from like, class, class to job is the most confusing thing that happens for most people. Oh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like, imagine if Final Fantasy fourteen had, like, five different systems in one patch that made you more that gave you increased player power through five different systems that you had to go through it would be insane well one thing final fantasy 14 tries to do is they do that but they do it in content that's side content so <clears throat> throughout all the story sorry i need to clear my throat let me <clears> throat> i've been congested so much lately um 
throughout the main story, throughout all the main raids, all the straightforward content that they do every every expansion, um, they keep you relatively the same. Um, obviously, any sort of job updates, balances, whatever, you know, the, the normal stuff is all there. But they don't, like, add any sort of flavor, pretty much. And that's been a point of criticism. There's no interesting itemization. There's no um, consistent power increase. When you're done, you're done. Uh, which is very weird to wow people from what I understand. Like, yeah, I got all my drops and I'm done. And they're like... What do you, what do, you do now? Like... You're, what do you mean you're like you mean like you, you like the rest of, like the rest of the upgrades would be really small right no i'm done this is the best yeah yeah go get on another job yeah H how how is it the best <laughs> it's like this it's like this brain melt <laughs> whenever wow players see how simple it is but that comes with its downsides and that again all the gears everyone wants crit rate everyone wants direct like it's super straightforward all the gearing which makes mm -hmm. that aspect not it again that's really the big difference wow wants you to have these like rpg power moments that people still associate with role-playing games either single player or otherwise where you pick something up and it's like oh my god look at the my fireballs are green now and it's like <laughs> I know that wasn't a power increase. That was a, the glam thing. But that's the only thing that came to mind. But in 14, they're like, no, we just want to make sure you get all your abilities and that, you know, that's how the job plays. And these, this will just make you sh hit harder. And you know, <laughs> that's it. So it's, a, it's, it's an exchange as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, but it's, but then they, inside content, they release these systems that kind of like you've just mentioned layer on top. And they're like, we don't care how much you break the game. Go nuts. Like, we don't care. This is side content. Just do whatever you want. We really don't care. That's awesome, though. Like, yeah. there's one v fun. Yeah, there's 1v1 duels in one of our side contents right now, and people figured out on, a ca on certain casters, you can beat it in, like, 20 seconds with a certain setup. Like, you just go in and blow it up with, like, 9 million damage, and then it's dead in, like, 2 seconds. And the, de and the devs are not like, oh, we need to fix that. They're like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. That's how it is. Because that you figured it out, you did the math. It's how it is. We're not going to touch it. Just go crazy. So that's how they get around it in fourteen. They just release content with random other shit that's just like not anything to do with the main stuff. That must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that must be real nice to have that. I mean, we have like tour gas now, and like people go nuts in there. But even then, it's like. It's so it, it is it's separate from the real game. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah it's but... it's it's very similar in that regard. Torghast is a lot like something we have in 14 called Deep Dungeons. It's like a roguelite almost in ours. So like when you fail, you go back to floors, you lose a bunch of items and stuff like that. It's not entirely structured the same, but it's got this entirely different rule set that doesn't use anything else from the rest of the game. I don't really actually know that much about how Torghast works. Everyone just calls it Palace of the Dead to me. They're just like, ah, it's WoW's palace. And I'm like, yeah. I bet it's not. <laughs> but Torghast influences. I, 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 I did palace a little bit. I did palace. I, I, it's, I don't think it's like palace. No. It's just the closest comparison. You guys yeah. also added a mentor system this expansion, didn't you? That was... I can't... Um, I, dude, I literally... I think you tweeted when I tweet. I think you, you... Either you tweeted or I tweeted. And it was just like, this was a mistake. And you're like, I was waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had the mentor system, and I, and I qualified because I met all the criteria, 
And that now I have like some icon above my head. All the newbies have a little murloc above their head. But like even then, nobody was actually even asking any questions. And I was in mentor chat for like about a month before I just deleted it off my screen. And then eventually just gold sellers started using it to advertise gold sales and boosts. And I'm just like, all right, there, there, no one's actually there's no real new players using this mentor system. It's, it's like it's like you're reading the 14 mirror. It's like you're just reading it out of a mirror. Yep. You just basically described the 14 mentor system in a nutshell. And I, I've said, like, in in 14, the mentor system is mostly a Eastern slash JP idea that works well with the Eastern JP. Whereas in North America... <laughs> I feel like you could say that about a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of things that are would be good ideas, but people. people. Yeah. The people debuff. Yeah, people debuff. If you got too many yeah. people around, then you just slowly get weaker. <laughs> mm hmm Yeah. Oh, and there's bad people on our mentor system. Just no one's using it. And, 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 no then, one's, and then they change the requirements. Is, there, is it that no one's using it, or is that no one's using it in the intended way? Or, yes. No, maybe both. Like, just... I mean, I was, like I said, I was on it for hours on when the expansion launched, and just nobody was using it. So, some random guy would be like, hey, where's this place? And I would answer them. And then, like, a week later, I'd see another question. And that question would be like, hey, can someone just kill this ad for me? I don't want to do this on my own. This is stupid. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, man, you do it your damn self. I'll sit here and watch you. If you're in trouble, I'll help. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, but, yeah. And, and then they had to change the criteria because the criteria to be a mentor I guess was easy for a lot of accounts and that kind of stopped the gold selling boosters from posting because they didn't meet the criteria and I was just like an empty chat. You know, maybe if like, you know, maybe like the, I'm, I'm going to see how it is during the last patch of this expansion because maybe that's when a lot of players come back and new players come back to get ready for the next expansion. Maybe that's, I get a little heavy then with just random questions about like what's been going on the last two, three patches. What have I missed? <laughs> <laughs> then I would say, aren't you aren't you a mentor? Please help me. I'm like, wowhead.com, bro. Have it bookmarked. You know where to go with that. Let's go. <laughs> this Yeah. You'd be like, this is me helping you because you'll never have to ask a question like this again. Exactly. <laughs> they just want the question for now. They're not thinking about the question they haven't asked yet. Yeah. I was surprised when you guys were telling me on, on social media and other people in my chat would tell me, oh, man, obviously mentor system. No bueno. It's not, <laughs> like it's not a good place to be. And then it came out in WoW, and you're like, well, nobody's here anyway, so I guess that's fine. Yeah, when I came back, I was in some, like, novice channel. People were just yeah. blabbing on for hours. I'm like, all right. Yeah, the novice network. You had, you had returner mm. status, I'd imagine. It asked you if you wanted to activate returner status and join the novice network and a bunch Oof. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah welcome, welcome to general chat. Yeah, yeah, that is our general chat, essentially. Yeah. That wasn't that bad. It can be. Depends on the server. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Some of them are okay. I know some mentors that do their damnedest, but I also know mentor. I had somebody rage in my chat because I said, if you're a mentor and you enter an instance and your first reaction is, I don't want to do this and leave, you shouldn't be a mentor. And they were like, no, that's dumb because what if I don't know it as well? Then stick around and learn it with everyone else. Like, you know, what is this? What did you sign up for? Back you learn something new every you day. You just wanted the foldable hat at Burger King. That's all you wanted. You wanted your little <laughs> crown and an extra roulette a day, and you wanted a, and you wanted a number seven. That's all you wanted. You wanted yeah. a number seven. 
All right. I'm going to get too heated. Sly knows how I feel about our mentor system. Oh, my God, yes. We've talked about it at length, even, like, yeah, when it came out. and it, It's just, I feel like it's, like, it's not properly vetted. Like, most things regarding people, not properly vetted. Like, yeah, you can have the requirements, you can... You can do all the things, and you know, congratulations, you got your, your Burger King hat in the number seven. Good job. Um, but you can be a complete dick at the same time. A number seven is a Whopper and, Junior, by the way. I just checked. I had to know because I just picked the number. I just out of my head. I was going to look too. I was like, I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting to find out which one it is. You're there. Someone in the chat was going to tell us. It's a Whopper Junior. Okay. Yeah. I don't want a Whopper. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like things like that have never been implemented well or received well in North America. JP could be completely different. (laughs) Tally, we have we have a system. So we have a few community based systems. One of them is um, what's it even called? The fellowships. Oh, my God. (laughs) So basically, they're just like they're 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 chat rooms. You can join or they're posting boards that you can join in game that are for specific topics. And people mm-hmm. make ones that are just like like foot worshiper, and they just like post oh, it. Yeah, and, and cat boy worship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally just filled with things mm-hmm. like that. And then you get the occasional one, and it's like, oh, you know, a community that welcomes you know LGBTQ members, and please join. And we have a Discord, and it's like great. I love seeing this. This is how it should be used. And then you have the one right under it where it's like, um, step on me, Yatsuyu. And it's like, all right, well, that's right back to what I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, so you have that in the game, yeah. And you yes. post it in the game. Yeah. It's not like an, it's not like a yeah. browser board out out of it. And it gets posted on the lodestone too, like the community stuff. Like oh, something yeah. was the community. Yeah, it gets posted on the lodestone too. Like they like have pages for it. And that's not like regulated <laughs> and stuff like that. They just don't care. It's like whatever. If it is, I'm yeah. unaware of it. <laughs> You can't stop the horny. Yeah, you can never stop the horny. <laughs> nope. That's, there's not a bump big enough. <laughs> I wish I didn't talk about fellowship. I wish I was logged into the game right now so I could take a look at them. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I shouldn't do. Somebody I, I, I want to check. Will. Yeah, now Tally's like, hold Ch- on, I gotta re- I gotta resub so I can check these fellows. <laughs> just, just for oh. research, of course. But I'm selling feet pics in Kugane. Really. <laughs> Somebody in our chat just opened it and said, 14 players, 40 and up, followed by Bimbo Priestess Beauty Cult. <laughs> Monster Girl Fan Club. There you go. <laughs> I think that's just going to be like a Saturday stream for me. We're going to, guys, today we're not playing WoW. We're not actually going to play Final Fantasy XIV or Star Wars. We're going to check out this community board and the lodestone. We're going to see what we can find. We're just going to read. And it'll be great. You better have good drinks for that one. Oh, I do. It's going to be a good time. Perfect. Um, now, one thing that's huge in both games, and this will probably this will probably be a big discussion. Rating. Uh, the rating scene. The rating scene. Okay. How would you compare it to in terms of difficulty, fun factor, and accessibility? And for each, is there one is there one game that could learn from the other, or is there like aspects of rating that you would want to see in your game from the other? 
it's tough. Uh, well, it's it's tough because like I've never done like the hardest content in Final Fantasy fourteen. Like I've never okay. done Savage mode. I've always wanted to. Didn't you or try to do Savage like a couple patches ago? Just the time, the patches just keep overlapping. I feel like you were gonna try Savage in like point like five point two or something. No, I think I I tried whatever the hardest mode was in a Realm Reborn with a few friends. I did like mm, one coil. or two. Bosses. Yeah, you did coil. Coil. Yeah. yeah, I did one or two bosses there, and that was about it. Then I had to go back to WoW raid, and that's always been my issue. You always got to yeah. go. It, them bastards over there always got to release something around y'all's raids or y'all's expansions, and I get so tilted because I'm like, well, now I just only have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to play. And then I got to do my new season, new raid or whatnot. Uh, and I, I can't stand that. I, I, actually, I made a promise to my community, and I want you guys to hear it too, okay. that if our next patch does not line up with your uh, Ann Walker, I will do Savage Mode. D&D Carter, we have like a guild on Gilgamesh, and we're going to just like rock it, and we're going to do some Savage Modes for whatever. Well, it's unfortunate you'll never get to do Savage then. So Why? <laughs> Somehow it'll line up every time. Yeah, yeah I know. It always lines up. Yeah. But I mean, I've watched you guys do your world first stuff and just your raids in general. It, I feel like it's night and day to me personally. I feel like it's so different. Like, like mythic raiding. Like let's let's I like I put the situation. Sire Denathrius. Like that was our last Castle Nathria raid that we just had for Cutting Edge. And that fight was sick. Different phases. You're like going down to the second floor and every there's like fifty mechanics going on. I feel like when I'm watching the Savage Modes in, in Final Fantasy, I see a lot of stuff going on, but it's very mathematical. It's, it, it's very calculated. You know, and WoW stuff is like that too, but I think where one thing that I like about watching the Savage Modes is just the experience that you're going through while you're doing the dungeon. Like the RP that's going out, the screams, the intermissions. Like you, Y'all's intermissions are sick. Like it's the crazy. It's, it's what I call the "Do you have enough health?" intermission. That, that, that in Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> like how much HP do you have to survive this blast that's about to happen after you have to kill said ads or whatnot? And we have those kind of intermissions in WoW, but not to like how cool it is in Final Fantasy XIV. But difficulty wise, I can't really speak for the Final Fantasy XIV. I wish I was in it so I could say, it, but I, I think WoW raids are pretty hard. Like when when you watch these these world first guilds do, and I think some of you that play Final Fantasy 14 see it as well in your communities. You you have to ask yourself like how do they do this so quickly and so fast? You know, because it takes us like our guild like 3 months to do what they did in 5 days or in 8 days or in 9 days. So the the difficulty for for both, like I said, I wish I could speak on the other. The accessibility though, on the other hand, I think I'd say they're both pretty easy. I think the only difference in Final Fantasy is that you have to do the quest lines to get to it, right? Yeah, yeah, which is not that bad if you're already max level. And if you're looking to do Savage Mode in the hardest content, you should already have it unlocked. And WoW's, WoW's the same way. We have no gating to get into the raid once it's open, but we do have to wait. I guess you guys also have to wait a couple weeks, right, before you um, can get in. Yeah, so the way that they've done it in the past is right on expansion launch. It's two weeks for normal, two weeks for Savage. Every time after that, they release at the same time. The only delay we ever have is for, like, side content, like Ultimate, or yeah. like other bonus stuff, they usually give us like a, a couple weeks for stuff like that. Okay, yeah, it's about the same. Like we, we wait two weeks, and then on a third week, it's like week two, normal heroic, week three, mythic. Um, and I, I kind of wish that Final Fantasy fourteen had like 
more of it's beautiful as it is but i wish they had more of like a raid to explore and look at i think happy you talked about yeah, that before that's what i was yeah like, i was gonna come back to that here for sure because i feel like when you go into final fantasy 14 it's like boss 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 and maybe like a couple one or two trash packs room and then up to a teleporter boss and it's like when you're playing in wow and honestly man i can't stand trash in wow anymore doing it for 17 years i can't stand it. i think trash in wow like it's sometimes trash. it's trash it takes up like if you have a, if you only if you only raid four hours a night three nights a week that just clearing trash takes up at least half an hour probably of that of what could potentially be used on uptime on attempts which in my case, I guess would make me lean more toward Final Fantasy XIV. But I guess even though the trash is trash, I still like to explore like you're going to a huge dungeon or a castle. And it's so massively big that it just takes you hours to get around the whole damn place. And um, and, and, and it's just like the dungeons, too, between the two. Like when I do Final Fantasy XIV dungeons, it's like I feel like I'm done so quick. It's like I could double, triple pull to a boss, double, triple pull to a boss. And it's just like, are we done? fight was really awesome but man i wish i could get more to explore but accessibility i think both are very easy mechanically i can't speak of final fantasy 14 but i i do love mythic rating and wow like i think it challenges me and it challenges the players themselves as well i think that's why we do it we do it for the adrenaline and for the challenge and for the at loots and titles and all that other good stuff well i've fortunately done a little bit of both I did Ice Crown. I've done a bit of Ulduar. You know, I, I, I have to go way back. So the design philosophy is so very different. To, to be clear, the first raid tier that I think had Heroic in WoW was Trial of the Crusader. Ulduar had hard mode triggers, but I think Trial of the Crusader was our first actual Heroic mode in there. And um, so I, I got to see that, that evolution going into things. And my interpretation of WoW rating has always been it's a balancing act. They put a lot of elements in one place, and as the fight goes on, they layer another element, and it's, okay, we have to make sure this element doesn't get out of control. We have to make sure this element doesn't get out of control. Um, uh, examples, I guess, would be something like, uh, uh, what was the last boss of... I think it might have been the the castle. Was it? Didn't the boss do, like, a giant cleave that, like, cuts off a giant portion of the room and you had to aim it in certain directions? Was that Nathria final boss? Or am I thinking of an earlier one? Yeah, the Nathrius. Yeah, he cuts off. Oh, Ravenger. He cuts off like a portion of the room in like red. And yeah, you can't stand, yeah, you can't yeah. Stand. So it's a Ravenger. Okay. Um, I yeah, I think that's I think that's what I was thinking. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of space management. Like, oh, this this amount of space is permanently going to be unavailable. So where do we put this? And then once that space is taken up, you know, where do we put this debuff? And okay, now the arena is even smaller. And now there's another debuff. Maybe this one's a stack. These three are spread. And then also there's a, you know, we have to worry about the healing and then there's raid wides here and then they just keep layering it on. 14 is very much a point to point like do this dance to a few autos, do this dance, do a few autos, do this dance, do a few autos. Um, and all that ever ends up getting balanced is people's health, I, I guess. That, that's like as, as far as it ever goes. Um, they, the few balanced site, uh, style fights 14 have done have not been received well. Stuff like Nisi and Allegan Rot have, have not aged well and or now now they do them in like short bursts where it's like it's a phase it's part of a dance as opposed to like a consistent theme across the entirety of the fight um yeah uh Enzoth is another one or uh Enzoth was the insanity meter right yeah there was, there's been a few fights like that but he was most recent yeah yeah oh yeah i was thinking yogg that's what i was thinking going way way back again old times 
but yeah, that's th that's for me fundamentally the difference. And it's why I understand when people legitimately don't like one or the other because they are literally completely different. Yeah. It's it, a lot of people don't like jump ropes. Jump, you know, make sure you jump the rope. Don't don't trip. You know, whereas in WoW, it's like it's a jump rope, but somebody's also firing an AK forty seven at you while you're trying to do the jump rope because it's it's like the jump rope's slower, but there's also like six missiles and lava, and you're doing it on a log. So that's your trade off for a slower jump rope, I suppose. I'm also yeah. the size of the range. I sound like Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> a bunch of missiles. And, and I think that's yeah. naturally also just because of the raid sizes. Because ours is eight. There's 20. There's a lot more people to manage. There's a lot more things you have to... You have to make sure people are busy. So... I, I, I like that about Final Fantasy XIV so much, though. Like, I didn't even know until, like, you know, halfway through... You know, maybe around Heaven's War, it's like, it, it, it is really eight people, right? Like, because I was in the eight-man group. This is it. This is, like, the hardest content because this is amazing. Only having to manage eight people must feel really good if I'm Fantasy fourteen. And not to mention, I'm sure you guys have, like, mounts, right? And uh, that drop off some of your bosses and stuff like that. No? Um, there's some bosses yeah. do weird things, but you rarely ever see things like that. Um, we've had one of Sly's favorite fights, actually, has... um. Has mounts? <laughs> he no, no, I mean they. I mean they drop mounts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like oh, as yeah, boss yeah, yeah. mechanics. Okay, no, no, oh, no. No, no. no I'm saying like your boss, like you guys do savage mode. They drop these amazing yeah. mounts, and you only and yeah. you get you get your whole team covered in like a month or two. Yep. Us, we have we, we get it. We, yep. we have to like wait sometimes up to four months to to get our mount of con of doing the same damn boss over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's if you if you pug yeah probably more than likely yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah and but I mean a lot of people don't look at an eight person raid as a raid a lot of people interpret raid as something that's a lot of people like that's 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 how raids were defined throughout the early two thousands mm. you know for MMOs so uh, again there's just there's a huge disconnect between the design philosophies so somebody not liking one or not liking the other I, again i feel like is kind of super reasonable as for accessibility i disagree in 14's accessibility in terms of their rates yes there's a normal mode that's that's like lfr it goes right from lfr to like heroic mythic difficulty as far as i'm concerned um oh. there's no different there's too few bosses that have a proper difficulty curve for people to actually get in you pretty much jump from extreme trials in the savage there's nowhere else yep. for you to go so and then with savage there's just one extra like one or yeah one extra mechanic that you won't see in a normal or i'm gonna say mechanic but like it's a little more than that but they use a lot of the normal like the yeah. normal mode knowledge is very valuable going into savage mm -hmm. like they'll get rid of aoe markers on savage so if you don't remember how it worked in normal you're essentially learning it the hard, the hard way i suppose and then with the with the final fights as of recent, as of what, um, who was it? Who was the first one? Oh, Cloud one? of Darkness? Savage. No, it wasn't Cloud of Darkness. It was, uh, God. You said um, the first one, though. No, no, the first one to actually do a Savage transition into, like, a totally another phase of the fight. Well, that, that um, was the, that wasn't the first one. That was the only one we had this expansion. X -Death. X -Death. Oh, yeah, you're going, okay, I thought you were talking about Shadowbringers. Okay, yeah, you're going all the way back no, to no, no, Death. No. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that excess was the first one to actually. Well, Brute you know, Justice had transition. a bonus phase, but it wasn't a different fight. It was it was an extra phase that was Savage exclusive, but right. it wasn't a whole nother fight. Right. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, and they like to experiment around stuff. But that's the closest you get. And by then, you're already doing the hardest boss as it is. So it's like the expectation is, is kind of already where it needs to be. Um, I think that's 14's biggest downside in terms of rating, is it does not give you the proper stepping, uh, I guess, the steps to get into it smoothly. You kind of just have to jump in the deep end and just decide you want to learn it. Um, and that's something yeah. they really need to improve on because it's something that's been criticized for quite some years. And again, I think it's because they only do four major bosses that are savage difficulty per raid tier. They make them huge spectacles, and if you if you mess up, then you got to start all over. And you know, if one person can't do it, then it stops everyone else's pro Fine, but still, there I don't think the proper tools are there. I think WoW's. While I'm less interested in WoW doing here's four difficulties for the same raid. Here's LFR, normal, heroic, mythic. I'm not a huge fan of that either. But what it does mean is somebody is always playing the appropriate difficulty and moving up in the appropriate manner. There's very, very clear methods with which they can get to the next level. Yeah. I agree completely. So, um, it's pros and cons. And I don't think that's ever going to change with 14. I think they're too obsessed with having as many different accessible pieces of content versus trying to get people their, the tools they need to get to the next high. They just assume people who want to do the hardest stuff are people who want to do the hardest stuff. And while we can do little things to make it easier for them, we also know that if they want to do it, they want to do it. If they don't, they don't. And I don't really agree with that philosophy as it appears to be. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> All right. That was a good... I like that. Yeah. That was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Next thing. PvP. Right now in 14 is, not, as you know, it's not in the best of places. It hasn't, it has, I don't think it's ever been. Uh, <laughs> see both of you getting ready. Um, what lessons can 14 learn from WoW? Everyone. Telly. All of them. <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> I mean, I don't, uh, I just feel like the, the PvP in Final Fantasy 14 is, is not what, they want you to do. I feel like maybe Final Fantasy <laughs> 14 has like that one guy <laughs> that that like in the cave somewhere. Can we get to some record for uh, for um for Frosty? Frosty yeah, it's yeah. something they don't want you to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like it's just some hidden thing, and they have some dude in the cave somewhere like that works on the PvP, and every now and then Yoshi P like. Knocks on the door. Is like, you have anything at all? No. no, no. Oh, oh, you want to put in all these arenas and battlegrounds? No, I don't think so. Here, take the, keep working on it. We'll come back in another year and talk to you again. Uh, and that's how I feel like Bob Asy Four C PVP is like. I feel like there's just like no face on the developmental side that handles that. Like in the WoW side, we have like. Olinka, he's like the PvP guy. We all know who he is, and we have all, we all we, we know all the devs that work on the PvP, and it's and we've had PvP since the start. You know, we've had the the battlegrounds, the arenas, the duels, and all that stuff, and it, and it actually gets celebrated and it's shown at all times, and it's easily accessible, and it's a and you know now there's and we have seasons for it now, and seasonal mounts and armor, and, and I think I, honestly, Final Fantasy should just do. All that, but make it work. And I don't know if it's maybe a restriction with like 
speed of the game or not, I, I don't think it is because I, I mean I play Paladin right now in Final Fantasy, and I think my Paladin is fast as hell. Um, I'm not I haven't played the other tanks yet, but I don't know, man. When I did, like I said when I, when that quest was stuck in Stormblood, it made the crowd doing PvP. I was like, why is this not being like said? Hey guys, go into this cool battleground capture point stuff. Have fun. Let's let's try and balance a little bit of this game around it. I know there's like I know you guys have like specific PvP abilities too, right? I, yeah. Every time you go to Wolfstand, it all changes. Like that is so cool. Work on that more and evolve that, and you might just have yourself like uh, something that could be more celebrated within the game. Because I, I can't look at Final Fantasy and say I want some of that PvP <laughs> in our game, right? Like it, I don't think I've heard anyone ever say that. And, and and also it would just bring a whole new audience to the game too, you know. And I know the the you know Final Fantasy fourteen is a beautiful story and beautiful raids and difficult raids and beautiful dungeons. But man, they could just take not even elements from WoW, take it from any game, <laughs> just do it. You know, just work with it, work with the community, do a whole thing like, hey, we want to implement a, a system of PvP that. We think can make you guys happy, but we want to hear your feedback first. How would you want it to go down? Well, how, no, here's the question: How would you guys want it to go down? Like, well, so Final Fantasy fourteen has a weird philosophy with PvP, and that they don't want anyone to feel bad for not contributing as much as somebody else. Oh my god, are you serious? So because of that, we have all of these like individual responsibility lacking modes where you feel like you just don't matter. Like they could be, they look fun and they look like large scale and and ex, and exciting, but your individual contribution is not felt. Tally, I like to call it free chicken. They're just there. People are just there. They're doing PvP, not for PvC PvP sake, but for the free chicken. Like they just want to get like whatever. They want to get their tomes and whatnot from their from their daily PvP, and that's it. Or if there's a if there's a event going on, Garo was probably the last real big event for PvP that I thought was good. People just wanted to Garo mount. They didn't care if they did good. They were just there for the free chicken. He's <laughs> oh right. Yeah, yeah, I mean and they got out. Even recently, I went to the Wolf's thing because I forgot I had all those PvP marks from the Stormblood thing. And I was like, I, I looked at the vendors. I was like, this is awesome. There's transmogs everywhere. Where is everyone in here? Let's go. The problem <laughs> is, is what you just said, that it's been like the same gear for like years. They don't upgrade. They, mm -hmm. they don't update it. That's one of the biggest. The other problem is they cannot incentivize oh. it. Their incentivization for doing it is no. awful. Like, well, then that's what they should do. They should give you guys incentive to PvP. But then you know what? You might end up with our situation and every other MMO situation, but especially in WoW, where it's like PvPers don't want a PvE to get best of slot trinkets to do high end arenas, and PvEers because we had to just we had to go through that right now in season one, uh, that was just over. We had to like almost hardcore PvP to get enough rating to get PvP gear because Blizzard messed up. No surprise. And the PvP gear was better for raiding for a little while than the PvE gear. And I could see maybe that in Final Fantasy XIV being a problem if they don't design it properly and separate the two. Where it's like, you don't want the people doing hardcore savage mode 
Or is it it's just savage, right? Is it super savage is savage? Savage. Uh, ultimate is Ultimate is the highest, highest difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, ultimate like, actually hard caps your like you literally can't outgear. Ultimate it hard caps your item level mm -hmm. at like a set amount. I heard that actually. I, I complimented that. I like that when they when I heard about that. I'm like, we should do something like that. That'd be great. It would just take away all the split run gearing that people do all the time. But going back to what I was saying, imagine if like Savage Raiders had the PvP to get certain pieces of gear to be more effective in their boss battles, right? Like that would create a lot of issues. Yeah. Which is but, why PvP doesn't even take your gear into account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like. Yeah, man, I, I just I feel like you guys have such good people that work in, in, in development over there in Final Fantasy 14. And I know they can come up with something cool to make PvP relevant and expose it to everybody and let people know that it actually exists. Well, they are doing smaller scale modes and they're reworking the reward yeah. structure, but we don't know anything about that yet. And most of us don't exactly have the highest of hopes. We'll, we'll be frank about that. Just, we, just, we have no reason to be after all this time. Hopeful, but not full of hope. And that that's what coming up in like uh, the next expansion in Walker? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. We'll learn a little bit more about that in September, most likely. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to be doing all the battle change stuff in uh, a couple months. So yeah. hopefully it's something, man. Like you can't even talk in our PvP. You have to like hot bar like quick communication buttons like they take away our guy. words yeah you literally can't type away in pvp and i'm sorry words in arenas in arenas you can't type i believe you still can in in regular battlegrounds I yeah but yeah like they took away our words just because people were dicks it was more an issue of toxicity in yeah. in feast that's where it started but then, yeah. if there's anything I've learned, if you give someone a button that does that says the same thing over and over again, that's twice as toxic as letting they them type it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They will spam it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's a question. Like, do you think that maybe Final Fantasy 14 doesn't embrace PvP because maybe it invites toxicity in Elitist? Uh, it's, it's certainly an issue. It's certainly a thing they want to combat equally while... Mm -hmm. like, because when people get competitive, they get toxic. Bottom line. it's It happens in everything competitive in the world. Some people are good sports about it. A lot of people aren't. Fans are sometimes good about it. Sometimes they're fucking not. Excuse my language again. It's okay. We're almost off that. But it's sports. That's that's what the sports do. They know. Um, and they don't want that, but they still want people to be competitive. So it's 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 just a clash of design ideas. And I just don't think they're... I, I don't have any hope. It'll be better in Endwalker. Maybe it will. I enjoy PvP from time to time. But I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I don't feel like there's good enough reason. Is, there, is there balance in your PvP? Like Yeah, is, they do balance changes yeah. every patch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. They actually do balance <laughs> changes every single patch. And people always think... People forget PvP exists, so they see that. They're like, wait, my potency is going up to 6,000? Like, no, 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 that's the PvP section. No, that's PvP. That's yeah. PvP. That's not PvE. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Every time. It, it's also to, like, a public perception and even, like, social media and Twitch and YouTube. Like, you just don't see Final Fantasy fourteen creators, like, rocking arenas and battlegrounds all day. Like, you would, Ricardo's like... Ricardo's a boss. Ricardo's our <laughs> yeah. local boss. Yeah. yeah. Brian Ricardo. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Frosty when he wants to do stuff. <laughs> it, it's almost like... 
it's like Elder Scrolls Online. If you guys ever played it, yeah, like they actually have like hardcore, RPG. hardcore raids and dungeons. Mm. But all you see ever being shown and celebrated is Cyrodiil and the PvP, and that's it. I think Final Fantasy is in that same situation, but it's the opposite. It's like the PVE, the story, the savage and ultimate raids. That's what's being celebrated. Then there's just like five guys in an arena, you know, just jabbing at each other about who's better. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow, dude. You know, like <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Queue up at the same time. Be there at two. Let's go. Oh man. All right, Sly. We're getting close to our end time. Any points that you wanna? Yep. Um. Yeah. Like one more before the last one. Um. And this is something we always talk about because we're in the industry uh content creation within wow um how would you describe the the content creator space within the wow community as opposed to like maybe what you've seen out of 14 oh i mean i'm I'm not sure how to answer that like you mean like how do i feel about where it's at or yeah I mean, it's always. I mean, it's always been good. I feel like there's always. Uh, like, if we take Twitch for example, I feel like there's always content creators doing everything. There's always something to do. Is there 17 years worth of stuff to do? Like this guy mm-hmm. is showing us the best transmog in the game. This guy is showing us the best raids in the game. This guy is showing us the best mythic plus action in the game. And not only do you get one of those, but then you get five more just playing different classes and specs. Even on YouTube, I mean. YouTube content creation, you got like your lore masters, you have like your guide uh, writers, and I, I mean I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 14 is like a mimic of that. Like you guys have people on Twitch and on social media that uh, that mm-hmm. celebrate and do this. That, you know, you can always catch, you know, Happy doing everything, and then he's doing his hardcore raids, and you can see um, uh, Zeno doing the same, and and it's just like. I think the content creation for both MMOs have been in a really amazing place, in the, especially in the last year. You know, see, seeing how the content creation has has like just surged for Final Fantasy fourteen in the last year has been utterly amazing. Because I've been saying for years, I I can't believe that not enough people are you know aren't playing Final Fantasy fourteen on Twitch, and it's actually happy to see people doing it. And hopefully they continue. And hopefully like all the people come from different places creates more content creation and more content creators for the channel and for the overall mm-hmm. game. But I mean, I think the both of them are in a pretty good spot. Like I think there's always something for someone to watch of every aspect of the game. I mean, you can scroll down the Final Fantasy 14 channel. You can scroll down the wild WoW channel. You search for both of them on YouTube, hundreds of content creators, not, not only us, just EU all over the world. What's so crazy now is that when you watch either of the games on Twitch or on YouTube. Now there's like just different countries that you would never see before now posting videos about content. You got like the Latin America and you have EU plus NA Canada. I separate Canada. Sorry, Canadians. Uh, they understand. Yeah, they understand. I figured they, they would. You know, they, said they separate themselves too, don't worry. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> yeah. They know that's in the better way to live life. Like German uh, streams, Russian streams, Chinese streams are now huge in, in WoW. Like when I wake up in the morning, I wake up at 3, 4 a.m. to stream, and I just see a slew of Chinese streams. Streaming, I'm like, I think that's great. I, I think the space for for content creation has uh, has been filling up nicely, and there's room for more. 
on both sides. Yeah. One thing that's always yeah. interesting for me when I look at the content creation space across both of them is that if you are someone who wants to enjoy something, that's probably the space you want to find the most because it's the easiest to find stuff that isn't overly depressing. <laughs> like if you're, if you, if you ever just sit down and read a general chat and you're just like, I don't know how to feel right now, just go find some, just go find a different space. The one that doesn't make you feel as uncomfortable because there's a lot of them out there. It doesn't have to be an echo chamber, but it can be a place that doesn't maybe infuse so much deliberate negativity. I suppose, which you know, a lot of people sometimes they they don't want to they don't want to not complain, but they don't want to be surrounded by it all the time. You know, that's not that's not good energy. Yeah. That's not good for the mental, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. One interesting thing has definitely been seeing the WoW creators come over. I largely haven't paid much attention to it, only because I feel like I've I've seen it before, and Tally, I'm sure you've seen this too. Where there's almost we it's we call it tribalism when it comes to MMOs, where people are kind of territorial and uh, don't really know how to receive others from outside spaces. Yeah. 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 Tally, I, you got something to say about that? <laughs> I, I, you mean like when a whole community comes into your community and vice versa? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. People are just, it's like, hey, you get out of here. Get off my porch, you. And it's like, what are you talking about? I'm on the sidewalk. I don't know what you're, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I hate that. And, so, and, and it's not, I don't think it even happens just in our, in our game. No, it it's just everything. It's literally yeah, gatekeeping is, in general, is just a bit of thing for games in general. It happens everywhere. It's like, I think I, I tried to go back to Guild Wars 2 a few times, and I tried to go back and... People would know it's me, and they're like, what are you doing here, man? Go back to your stupid WoW with your stupid raids and your stupid PvP. Let us do what we're doing. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to have a good time. Why are you barking at me? You know? like yeah. that That's never happened to me in Final Fantasy XIV. I come back, and people aren't like, get out of our game, WoW noob. They're like, yo, dude, welcome back. Let's do some you know quests and some dungeons or something. Mm. But yeah, yeah, definitely... That dumb animosity. I don't even know what really creates that. It almost feels like people need a, a hold uh, over their game. I will say, though, there is that huge crowd on both sides that kind of sees when one is not doing better than the other, they will, like, try to go after the other people. They're, like, overly proud father, but, like, you're, it's like, it's like your, it's like your kids playing at the basketball game in, like, third grade, and, like, when you're, the like, other team's doing terrible, you just yell at the other people's kids. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like uh, I was saying in my chat. I don't know if it's appropriate to say or not. Now I'm not gonna, you know, hopefully get anyone banned. I don't think I will. But I, the people got a clip of me, and it was hysterical because I was like, in the past like month, I, I said Final Fantasy 14 fans in, in my chat on social media have been acting like Jehovah's Witnesses. They're like going from door to door and being like, "Have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Final Fantasy 14?" Critically it, acclaimed it, MMORPG, it, Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, take a pamphlet, yeah. you know. Your god is a false god. Please come over here. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's it's like out of nowhere in the last month, like Final Fantasy fourteen, like community recruitment from WoW players is just happening everywhere. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, what's happening right now? And the same thing will happen vice versa. I mean, there's been times where like I've seen people that play Final Fantasy come into my chat and be like, oh, Tally, Final Fantasy, I don't like it. What's going on over there? You know, you guys got me hooked again. I'm back with you. And then five five 
months later, that guy's like, oh, wow, sucks. I'm going back to Final Fantasy. Yeah. But it's just weird because, yeah. like, I'm of the opinion that a lot of the people in the WoW space coming over, I just want to let them be and not, like, be a part of their experience because I want them to have as, like, vanilla and original experience. Oh, yeah. Watching it is one thing, but a lot of people want to get, like, involved. And, like, it's like it's like a point of discussion and topic. And I'm just like, it's just, for me, it's just people playing. I mean, they're, they're, everyone should just... I you know just come up with their own opinions and everything. And I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy who's like, yo, this part coming up, yo, I bet you're gonna love it. Because I know when people do that to me, I'm like, you know what? No, I won't. I you know what? now I don't even want to see it. You've ruined it for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, I've largely just stayed away from it, but it's been it's been interesting to see how people have reacted to it, less so than the actual creators reacting to it because you see the best and the worst sides of people when these kind of things happen yeah i mean hell one of our uh you know one of our best mythic raiders is you know he he comes on and he raids and right now we're grinding for the new raid coming out on two well the new mythic mode coming out on tuesday and like i would i would usually be able to find him to do some keys to get some gear and the next you know i look on his twitch channel it's, it's luckdose by the way i don't know if you, if you know yeah Lux. yeah yeah He's just playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm like, bro, can you can you stop playing with the Lollafells for five seconds? Like, I, I need a DPS, please. You know, like I, I need help over here. You know, tell Hot Tola I said hi, but come over here and come hang, and we got to get this done. But I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's addicting. I like. I know when I played ARR and it first came out, I, I was completely just sold and addicted on it, and that's. And that's what's happening. I mean, I, I, I like to see it myself. I think that a lot of players that are like have a pure addiction to WoW, especially even vice versa, Final Fantasy. I think it's healthy to try other games out. That's that's why myself personally, I'm always trying out any MMO that comes out. I'll, I'll play it for a month or two, even a couple of weeks, even a weekend if I can, just so that my mind can be clear of WoW for just a little bit and experience something else that somebody else created. And I think that's always great, just for the mental health aspect of playing it. There's some people out there that it's like, wow, ride or die, man. Like, you try to tell them that there's other MMOs out there, they don't exist. The only wow killer is wow. Only wow can kill itself. Blah, 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 blah. What I've been hearing for the last 11 years streaming. But I think for both, even for both communities, even Final Fantasy and wow, it's really healthy that each just every now and then play each other's game so they know what's going on, just to get, feel something different. Makes you appreciate what you have to some degree a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Sure. And again, like you said, yep. fixes the mental. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm not going to play WoW. Well. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm waiting on Lost Ark and Blue Protocol. All right. And New World. New World's, in. New World's pretty soon. Wait, Blue, Pro Wait, Blue Protocol's a thing still? It's happening yeah. at some point. Who knows when? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for Lost Ark. I've been hyped for six years, man. Every year on my stream, we, we, we watch just clips of like the Chinese or Korean people doing their super mega raises. I'm like, when is yeah. that going to hit? Well, Jay Sung from the Blade and Soul event, we've kept relatively in touch, and he does a lot of Lost. He, he did. He hasn't been doing it a lot recently. So mm -hmm. he does. He does. He's, he's, he's my central information database apparently the western version is season two which is good because season one lost arc is super pay to win whereas season two they changed all of that so it's not pay to win yeah. so that's good the north american one will be the the better version and, and the new world next end of next month 
that's happening. I mean, it's in it's in like ten days for that early access that they're doing. Yeah, does that roll over by any chance? I think it does. I'm pretty sure it's like 14's early access, where it's just like it's it's not the whole game. I think with Lost with with uh, New World, but I'm pretty sure it rolls over. Not I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll have to double check. Oh yeah, let me know. That'd be crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like we're going back into like another era of MMOs again, where it's just a just feels like. Plethora, it's just so many coming out. The Rift, Ion, like Terra days, or every month it was like something new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine is Curlfall, unfortunateness on that one. Uh, I didn't want to bring it up. Wow. Oh, oh, <laughs> dude, look, I even I even showed my I told my stream this morning. Hey, I'm I kickstarted that game back in 2015. I'm just saying, six years later, I get that. I'm like, Ugh. don't worry, I'm that way with um. I was a Chronicles of Illyria backer. I that's I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got suckered into that one. Bro. Yeah, that one that hasn't been going so well for me. <laughs> I was like a big backer too. I was like I don't know. It's like a few hundred bucks in at least. Wasn't that the one where like you can get married and your you children age and die and yeah, like you would play the ancestor of your character when after you died of old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was never. I still get updates for it on Kickstarter. It's it's there's things I guess being done. So, oh wait wait wait. Oh, I thought you meant it ended. They're still gonna try and do it. They're still yeah no, but it's just it's been like it's been like a crowfall level wait, and we oh, know okay. that it's like we already know that by the time we get it, it's bad idea. Don't kickstart MMOs, guys. Don't don't <laughs> kickstart MMOs. <laughs> but I do anyway because it's an addiction. Don't kickstart MMOs. I'll kickstart this random RPG I saw at E3, but I'm not going to kickstart any MMOs ever again. Or Star Citizen. Don't do that. <laughs> My uh, game that never you ends. You had to bring that up. Somebody else brought it up. Oh, chat. Okay. Star Citizen. Good Lord. I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I promise. Okay. So yeah, before we go into any more depression, I think I'm good. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could wrap up For with sure. this last one. Okay. All right. Um yeah, before we uh before we jet tally, anything you looking forward to in in Walker? Oh, I mean besides just well, I mean I, I want to finish the story in current one. Uh, what is it? 5-3, right? Well, five five would be the actual five, like five. setup. Five three yeah. ends Shadowbringer's story, and four five are set up for Endwalker. Okay, yeah, I gotta finish that. Endwalker, I don't know, man. I don't usually ask much of Final Fantasy fourteen when there's a new expansion because, like, when I do play it, I already like when I'm playing. I just want to play more of it. Please, Blizzard, stop it with the patches so I can play this game and do something difficult and feel good about myself. I'd, I'd appreciate that. But yeah, honestly, I'm excited for the new dungeons and the new fights and new stories and the new baddies. And because, like I said, I think Shadowbringers took the regular just MSQs I've been doing every expansion and then just fucking took, sorry, then just took We're off, off the front it. page. Go nuts. Yeah, okay. Oh, good. They just fucking took off. <laughs> and I was like, it's just a whole nother world of, of, of deep storytelling, way more than I've ever seen. And I've had to concentrate way more, and I just don't mind that sometimes. So if they could do that and to do it again and then Walker. I want N Walker. If it's gonna be the finale of this, you know, dark and light storyline, I want it to end, but I want it to be like boom. I want it to be like a goddamn supernova going off. 
Like, I hope it's really good. So do we. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. I have big expectations for Inworker. All right. I think with that, we're a little bit over time. Hopefully that's okay with you, Tally. I don't care, man. I'll be here all day. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing to do. My, my day's off tomorrow. I'm going to the casino to have some fun. So. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> Jealous. No, no casinos up here. Not that I know of, at least. I mean, there probably are up here in San Francisco, but I don't know where they are, and I don't want to go to them alone. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, Let's go. Appreciate you coming on for this, Thank you, this show. A Thank lot of people so were asking for it, and I could think of no better individual than you, a close friend. Well, a close friend that I haven't seen in two years. But you know, that's Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me. Like, <laughs> any guy, anytime you guys want to talk just in the future about this, you know, maybe one more games update on both ends, we can talk on everybody. But I appreciate it. I hope that, you know, your, your peeps uh, enjoyed a good show, and you guys are always doing a great job on your shows. And you, too. I don't know what to say. I can't take compliments well. Sly knows that. <laughs> I can't either. That's fine. That's just the streamer space. That's just, we don't, yeah. don't compliment me. I'm just doing stuff. I'm just playing games, bro. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> just drink beer and play video games. Leave me alone. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, we appreciate it all uh, All the same. Um, before we do our quick sign-offs, thank you again to our sponsor, SteelSeries. Um, again, we won't be doing any giveaways till the, for the near future because our show schedule is too inconsistent to do them, but they still sponsor the show all the same. Uh, so thank you to them. We appreciate that. And, of course, shout-out to our sponsors over on Patreon. They don't have to support us. They choose to. There's no, like, fancy tiers or anything like that. It's literally just, hey, we like what you do, and it's there. All the content still free, so you don't even need to be a part of it. But we thank them all the same, and thank you to our patrons of Darkness, Creature Cross on Genova, and Kern Ioni for going above and beyond with their support over on that platform. So with that, Tally, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at, what you're currently doing, and what you have planned for the future? Um, you find me on Twitch.tv/Tally, and I'll just be playing WoW for the rest of my life. So <laughs> you you could be sixty years old. And you'll probably go on, on, on Twitch, and I'll probably be the last guy streaming there. But uh, no, no jokes aside, I just like playing MMORPG, so whenever something new comes out, you come to the channel, I'll always be playing the new stuff. Plus, wow, and side stuff. And who knows, maybe some of y'all catch me doing some Savage modes in November. If, if you know, Blizzard doesn't say F you, Final Fantasy fourteen. let me... So I'll, our I'll raid you. is five days before Christmas. Four days before Christmas is our next raid. Perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> Merkram. Blizzard's always on work during that. I'm optimistic. Let's go. <laughs> that's it. That's where you guys can find me. And uh, I'm just a regular guy just playing games and having fun. I love talking to my chat and love talking to my Hammer Squad community. So appreciate you. Appreciate We appreciate you, Tally. Thank you, man. Thank you, Tally. Uh, Sly, why don't you tell everyone what you're working on, what you got coming up? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Uh, right now, um, knee deep into Monhun Stories 2 because it is a game you can easily get lost into. Like, and those are the best ones. So uh, I'll be doing a little bit of that. Um, Station WSOI, of course. And, yeah, like, I feel like this is the one time I have a little bit of quote unquote free time to do what I want. Yeah. Before it gets crazy and hectic again. So yeah. That. So yeah, that's where you can find me. 
and happy if they didn't know. What are you doing? Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy1227, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, everywhere. I don't use my Facebook. I don't know. I'm so used to saying it. I literally haven't touched the thing in like so long. Right. I don't even know why I still say it. Um, you can find me either posting food pics on Instagram and Twitter or putting out videos on YouTube. I'm live seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's my normal time, so 49 hours a week. And on YouTube, we got a bunch of stuff. Uh, we ha had the live letter, which our next show will be about the live letter. We'll pick a day, Sly, and we'll, we'll talk about that and the benchmark because we are getting a surprise benchmark drop on July 11th. By the time this gets posted to YouTube, it'll already be out. Male, male mm -hmm. Vieira will be in the character creator for that, and it's going to be for testing your PC to see how well it can run it. So probably do some stuff around that. Um, after that, I'm still working on Heaven on High solos. I had a really dumb loss today at a really early floor. So now I have to get back to that. But I died on 98, and I died on 90. So I can get to those higher. I just need to clear that home stretch. That's all I need to do. And then I got to figure out the next thing I'm working on in 14. Actually, no, I'm still I'm redoing my Stormblood playthrough. It was probably the next thing I was going to do after that. Because I'm replaying yeah. through everything before Endwalker. So, um, and then doing YouTube videos on that. So, busy times. Busy times ahead. Oh, the Genshin. So, I have my big Genshin stream on the 22nd, it looks like. 21st. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a character you save, I've you been... You up all those bulls. Yeah, I've been saving for a character since November. Because we didn't know when she would release. And I now have uh, 105,000 gems and 130 plus fates and I am going to do a pull uh, I'm going to do a pull stream on that um, I am not even going to have to open my wallet for that most likely so it's going to be a fun time there's going to be a YouTube video on that for certain but with that we're going to wrap things up we will be doing a show on the live letter and the benchmark like I said that'll be sometime next week so please stay tuned for that and uh, Ethis who people have been asking about uh, when we were going to do Aerzivia, when we are going to do spoiler cast. Um, he put out a video update. Please check his YouTube channel for what he's been up to, why we haven't done the show. He's been super, super busy. It's about a 30-ish minute watch, and I definitely recommend sitting through the entire thing so you can catch up on what he's been up to. But as soon as he's ready and able and has the time, we will still be doing a spoiler cast. We will still be doing an Aerzivia. So that's at least two more shows that are 100% planned. Plus, we now know that we have Media Tour mid-September. We have... Uh, the Battle Showcase mid-September. We have another live letter in November, so those are a bunch of guaranteed events as well. So anyway, with that, thank you again, gentlemen, for the show. It's been a pleasure. It always is. And uh, we're going to do a short little post-show, and then we will sign off, and we will see you on the next one. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you next time. And until then, take care. See you next time. <laughs>